This week on Face Off Hockey Show, uh, we're doing some things. It's the post-deadline era. We are having a fun time with that. We'll talk a little bit about that. Um, we got ourselves some uh, some injury news. We got ourselves some expansion news. We got ourselves some uh, some college. Sure, why not? It's Face Off Hockey Show right now. The following program is closed captioned for the thinking impaired. Choose your command. You have chosen the Face Off Hockey Show. I mean, hockey is my life. I've got on hockey underwear right now. Face Off Hockey Show with Scotty Waz, Sean O. And the P Boys. Johnny, Johnny and Mark, Mark with the C. Yeah, baby. Here's your host for the Face Off Hockey Show, Scotty Waz. I always, uh, I always blow out people's eardrums. I think when I uh, start the show, just because I start the show a lot louder than I do any of the the other shows I do on the network. Mm, okay. Um, so because I can regulate a little bit better. Like Warren mm-hmm. G and Nate Dog, smart. Um, but yeah, this one it goes silent and just fucking peaks uh-huh. uh, quickly, <laughs> really mm-hmm. quick, like just immediately. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it is what it is. Yeah. Pretty much. So. Yeah. Welcome. I mean, they should be used to it at this point. I'd say so. Say so, hockey show. Johnny P there. Scotty was here. Uh, no Mark with the C tonight. More than likely, he is out with surgery. He's day to day, but aren't we all? He is day to day lower body injury. Lower body injury. So it may be an old lower body injury, but I'm gonna blame it on the chin, on the children, on the chin, <laughs> on the chin. Blame it on, on the, the chin. Kids. Just right on the chin. Uh, but yeah, we will be talking a lot, Rich, in the second hour about the trade deadline that almost hit my my cool. uh, midpoint of over under. Almost, yeah. Almost. It was a. It was I a... mean, we would have never heard the end of it. No, I really would have. I would have introduced myself as. Uh, uh, trade trade amount handicapper Scotty was, That's, well, you know it's an interesting it's an interesting title. Yeah, it's it's a weird flex, but you know whatever. Yeah. Ta uh, ta 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 Scotty was CRCST. <laughs> uh, so uh, what happened with 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 no Hudson here to uh, to uh, oh lavish so us? we could actually talk about our weeks. We can actually talk about our weeks. Interesting. Yeah. At the beginning been of the minute. show. Been a minute. So, uh, so last week, we were talking. I was talking about some one of my uh, teammates at work. He uh, grew up in Boston, plays the hockey's. Um, Your and, neighbor uh, from was, Boston. And he was like, uh, I said, I mentioned something about a hockey show, and he's like, Oh, how do I listen to this podcast of yours? So I gave him the Apple and uh name of the podcast and uh like eight minutes later he comes back and he goes wait wait whose kids did you give shrooms to <laughs> i was like that's my nephew and i explained it and he thought it was hilarious to chip um, off the old block you know yeah um so that was fun uh Outside of that, I, I didn't do much. Um, I went to uh, Guinness 
Brewery. Saw that. They, uh, what was going on they, there? They uh, they started St. Patrick's Day okay, uh, two, two weeks early. I was going to say, that's a little early. Yeah, so they had St. Patrick's Day. They got this big tent and like a, like um, little storefronts so you can get some. It's like a, a little area with stores and a bunch of tables and then like a big area with a bunch of tables and a stage. Mm. Uh, and uh, Rolex was there. Oh, did you get a watch? Rolex, R-O-L-L-E-X. So, oh. yeah, um, they uh, they were a fantastic wedding band uh, from the Baltimore, D.C. area. Uh, and it was hilarious because we're like, oh, sweet. Well, let's go to Guinness. They've got some like new beers because of uh, St. Patrick's Day and they got this band playing. So we just assumed, you know, Irish music. No, mm. just broke out. 50s, 60s, and 70s. It was like listening to WQSR when we were kids. Was it Stevie and, then, and the Satellites? Was Steve Rouse up there? And uh, rolled into some funk and uh, parlayed that with a little Bruno Mars. I was like, hell yeah, let's go. What a fucking I quite random. literally said like while we were leaving, if I ever got married, I'm going to hire this band. They were fantastic. It sounds like Stevie and the Satellites was there, and Steve Rouse was just under a guise. Possibly. My God, they had a saxophone and a trumpet in this band. Trumpet! I mean, it was... Oh, damn it. We should have got him to play Mambo Number no. 5. Exactly. They had the trumpet. Maybe they they might have played that in the third hour, actually, because <laughs> we had to leave because the kids were there. Uh, so we, Wait, we what? left. What? Uh, my friend's kids. Okay. But yeah. they're still allowed in the brewery? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Guinness is a oh, very family-friendly... Uh, family friendly place um so yeah so i mean all in all that was a really good time uh the band was fantastic there were probably some videos of the band on youtube um there were two people uh a couple uh who seemed to be retired who apparently travel up and down the east coast whenever rolex has a gig um so i was like damn i was like i was waiting for uh I was waiting for Charlie to show up and be like, hey, you need a bassist? I, I played for Lefty and the Lowriders. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it, they were they were great. They were they were fantastic. Um, great music, too, like all music that you wouldn't think that I would know. But I know because it's like that impressionable time of your life when all you did was listen to oldies because that's what your parents had on the radio in the car all the time. That's essentially it, yeah. Honestly, there are songs from my youth <laughs> that I have no idea what the name of the song is, nor who sings the song, but I know every fucking word to the song. Hey, man, that's the best part about it, and that is that—that's basically the Motown QSR stuff. Yeah, I mean that's that's I was Jesus Christ. It was that era stuff too. Yeah. It was that era of music that they were playing the whole time. So, gotta love that. Yeah, the kids didn't really know the music at all, but no, you know, fine. neither here nor there. It's not on TikTok. They don't I mean, care. they played uh, they played the Cupid Shuffle, so that was fine. What is the Cupid Shuffle? It's one of those wedding line dances where you were like to the left, to the left, to the right, to the right thing, oh, and you okay. jump and whatnot. And, That's called you know. the Cupid Shuffle. Called Cupid Shuffle, yeah. Huh. Well, did not know that. Yeah. Well, that was because probably because uh, Mark was like, "We are not doing any line dances at my wedding." Yeah, no, that's fine. <laughs> that's fine. 
Um, so yeah, that occurred, and then Sunday, I watched a indie car race where there was like a graveyard of indie cars in the middle of the uh, middle of the racetrack because I think like eighteen cars crashed mm-hmm. uh, during the race. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> um. <laughs> and then I watched a little bit of the end of the NASCAR race. You didn't miss much. <laughs> Honestly, um, all you should have like I missed much. All you should have watched was the end. But I saw that Chase Elliott's out for like six weeks or something, so he apparently got hurt. He broke his leg. He broke his leg snowboarding. Oh, he broke okay, his then. he broke his tibia while snowboarding. So he's <laughs> well, out. that'll do it. Yeah, that'll do so, it indeed. Oh well. Um, but yeah, I saw it. Um, was was there another NASCAR on fire, or was that an Indy car that caught on fire? I think it was, it was an Indy car because literally nothing happened at Las Vegas. Yeah, there was an Indy car that caught on fire, but then it just drove around the track the rest of the lap and then pulled into. The, like, here's the best the best part of the entire thing: this car's literally on fire, and you can see that it's on fire. And the people have radioed to the driver, "Hey, your car is on fire. Keep driving." He gets to the pit lane, and he still has to follow the fucking pit speed. <laughs> so he drops down to like 40 miles an hour, 35 miles, whatever the pit speed is, and the fire's just getting bigger as he's like rolling down the pit lane. Amazing. He, he stops, and like four people come out with fire extinguishers and just like fire extinguish them off. I was like, I feel like at that point, there's like there should be like an emergency rule that's like, hey— there's a car on fire and there's no one else on pit lane. Like you can just drive as fast as you fucking want to not catch on fire if right. you would like. I would think so. <laughs> you, you know, you would think the speed would be, uh, <laughs> you know, available for them to you know put it out, go faster. Right, right. You're gonna be in the pit for a really long time anyway. So about that. Um, but yeah, that was pretty much the week. I would say. I'm watching the discourse that is. WWE in talks with state gambling regulators to legalize betting on matches. That's interesting to me, by the way. Yeah. Because you know that you can bet on DraftKings for, like, uh, AEW, like, Revolution and stuff. Mm-hmm. I feel like... I feel like that opens a really large rabbit hole. Well, it's one of those things where it's just like, like, why would... A, why would you want to bet on wrestling? B, there's... There's probably more in insider information in wrestling than there is any other thing you can bet on. That's what I mean. Yeah. Yes. And then and so- it's not like they're going to change it up last minute yeah. or something, you know. You can kind of see I mean, shit a mile away. You, you've seen this week the wrestling industry is hot. It's hot, baby. It's on fire. Um yeah, much like that indie car. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Wyshynski put out I uh, can't wait for the first uh, the first class action lawsuit from betters who lost because the heel used an illegal foreign object to win the match. Mm. I'm like, yep, you get that gold chain out. Man, brass knucks, boy. I mean the referees are gonna be under a lot of scrutiny. <laughs> exactly. The referee got hit. How could he see the pin? The P pinned him right there. He couldn't get the count. <laughs> uh my weekend was the last weekend of UND hockey at home. So they uh, they swept the weekend, which is nice. They get to go down to Omaha for her, uh, for their playoff, uh, their opening round playoffs. And then if they win that series, they go to Minnesota for the single elimination semis and final of the conference. So I'll be going to none of that. So None of it. None of it. 
Um, but yeah, one of the directors of the hospital, we had a meeting today uh, with the CFO and, and one of the directors of the hospital. And she's like, and she used to be like the surgery uh, director. Um, okay. And she was just like, do you do stuff at the Ralph? And I'm like, yeah, I do media there. And she's like, I thought I saw you. My seats are right there. And I just didn't want to stare and be really creepy <laughs> about it. And I'm like, yeah, no, that's fair. <laughs> that, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. I appreciate it. I, I told her, yeah, I kind of thought I saw you there, but again, didn't want to be creep. Um, this UPS. Mm-hmm. So also, I'm waiting for a UPS delivery. It's a new desk that I'm going to put in the setup over here for like my card sorting and shit like that. That's nice. That's the, good. I've been fucking tracking the UPS thing, and mm-hmm. the loop it's going to avoid my apartment has been astronomical. I have a uh, Amazon package that's seven stops away. You want to bet which one gets here first? Oh, I'm sure your package will get here fa- much faster, dude. <laughs> Like, this dude's been looping around my neighborhood. He was, like, literally a block away and decided to go, ah, I'm going to go across the street. <laughs> it went from being delivered at 6.30 to now 7. So Ooh, wow. we'll see how That's it a goes. Big jump. 45 minutes. Let's see how it goes. Um, other than that, the week was pretty chill. It snowed here the other day. And by the other day, I mean, like, last night. Um, we're supposed to be climbing out and getting into the 30s as a high, but I highly doubt that. Ooh. You did make a lot of money, though. I did. I did sell a. Uh, speaking of wrestling, did sell a Jamie Hader signed and being card. Hot. Yeah, and the market being hot. And the market being hot. Um, put it up there because I'm just like ah, I don't need it. Maybe this will fetch a little something because she's champ. Maybe it'll fetch a couple bucks. First, when I put it up there, eBay's like suggested uh, opening price is one forty seven. One hundred and forty seven dollars. I'm like, I'm sorry. <laughs> Have you gone fucking daft? What are you talking about, eBay? That funk. Yeah, I was like, all right, around the world, around the world. So uh, I did. I'm like, ah, fuck it. We'll see what happens. Immediately, within like the first 15 minutes, I'm getting like offers for the card. First, oh, like wow. 99, then 100, then 150, then 210, 215. Like some dude's like, I have, I, I'm a big Jamie Hader fan. How, how much is it? I'll pay right now. I'm like, well, the highest offer is 215, so you got to go above that. He's like, uh, counter offer 220. I'm like, all right, I counter offer 220. He accepted it. Bought a bang wow. $220 later in my pocket. Jamie Hader card out the door. Wow. Like, that's amazing. Fucking hell, man. <laughs> like that I wonder wild. I wonder what that would have gotten to if you just like let it run out. But Yeah. We may never know because no one like bid on it. Everyone's just like putting offers in there. Yeah. So that means to me I have I have a uh used ring canvas with Britt Baker on the card, and then I have a Ethan Page like used relic card. Like it's part of his ring gear or whatever. And I have a Kenny Omega ring gear card, too. I'm like, right. oh, I wonder what the fuck these would go for. Yeah. So I might, I might have to test that out. But, of course, with the new rules intact, like, I can only make $600 before I, uh, before I have to claim it on my taxes. So oh, yeah. I'm ar- but this year I'm already at, like, fucking, I don't know, like, almost $300 now. I'm already half that, and we're only in March. <laughs> well, and just sell- selling one card. Yeah, really. just selling one card, essentially. I'm uh, fucking at that, so... We'll right. see how it goes, but yeah, that was that was interesting, and I got some other stuff on my eBay store. So I don't know if I think it's eBay.com slash u slash Scotty Waz ninety seven. I mean, that, so when you were telling that story, I was like, oh my god, like one forty seven for a card. Yeah, I mean, it's a it was a nice card though. It's a signature. Yeah, it's yeah. a good signature card. Um, and I was like, wow. And then you were like, yeah, like. Like four hours later, you're like, "Yeah, sold two twenty. I'm like, "What? What?" Yeah, I'm like, "Wow, that that like that." I bought it out of a blaster box, and those things cost like twenty one bucks, maybe. 
that's good stuff. That's a good return right there. Yeah. So let me see here what we got. Let me see if I can't find the card. I'm pretty sure I can. I also got some <laughs> huge, o- huge Jamie Hater fan. Yeah, drinking the Haterade. I did get Oyo figures too. Jen, uh, somebody from that Jen knew from her, uh, from her uh, circle of friends, uh, got these uh, Kari Lettinen and Antoine Roussel Oyos. Nice. So I got two new Oyo friends to uh, join the collection. Wow. Why? Well, uh, um, that's interesting. I don't. Re- I didn't remember the Oyo. Uh stands having uh writing on them yeah this was like dna like they had they used to run a gimmick where if you had this dna you win like a gift card to the shop oh Uh, interesting the unique code for the player um jim carrey there it is so here's the jamie hater card yeah it's a great card it's a nice card sticker auto but it's it's pretty sick yeah so yeah nice card and yeah i mean it looks like a real autograph being blue and all yeah, so they, you so, know, like it's not like it. It doesn't look like a facsimile autograph, is what no. I'm saying. Yeah, no. Well, the, I, Ethan Page did a did a whole vlog about the process of this. They give you like three or four sheets of stickers, and you sign all of them, and then they affix this to the card. That's interesting. So I'm like, that's that's very interesting. That's why you get like sports card people are just like, yeah, on card auto, and that's crazy. I'm also selling a Peter Bondra young gun card, a rookie card. So. <laughs> You guys enter into old. that. So it's it's ebay.com slash USR slash Scotty Waz um, 97. Yeah, Scotty Waz 97. Ooh, check it out. Yeah, check it out. I have a Jack Quinn canvas young gun that's going to go for sale. It's only at 99 cents. 99. Well, go ahead and get it, kids. What are you doing here? Anyway. Um. So, yeah, that was my week. What about some injuries, Johnny? What about some injuries? What about some injuries? Oh, yeah. Who's down and out with some blues? Maybe some black and bruised. It's the Face Off Hockey Show Injury Reports. I'd also like to thank the Marriott for finally getting back to it or, or trying telling us to give it an email survey about Jen's time at the Marriott on twelve twenty. Wait a minute, that the math doesn't add up. <laughs> in December. Yeah. First off, in December. Second off, um, oh, it's about my email experience when they didn't have the, they didn't have the fucking reservation. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yep. No. I Even better. Won't be answering that. Go fuck yourselves. Um. All right, injuries. We got uh, Ryan O'Reilly, the uh. biggest injury. Finger surgery after taking a slash, I believe it was a slash, on uh, Saturday night, Friday or Saturday night against the Canucks. Uh, Had surgery on it. He is out at least four weeks. They put him on LTIR so they can actually call people up and not be like the Rangers where the Rangers couldn't call anybody up because they were over the cap after the the, the, uh, much more jigger trade. Well, didn't, uh, wasn't there something weird like the NHL denied their emergency replacement because they were ba- they basically had plenty of room to call somebody up if they hadn't traded for Patrick Kane. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Which good. Fuck them. Um kind of hilarious. Well, it I think kind of it's because it's because they put him on the roster immediately. And oh, I think that's yeah, what that's did dumb. it to him. They're that's like, dumb. "Ah, we're going to put you on the roster right right and you can play whenever you want." What? I we have an injury. Fucking what? Yeah, that's stupid. So. That, you you're just that's that's 
God, what a terrible capologist. <laughs> what a terrible, what a terrible owner. Come on, come on, Tom. Is it Tom Dolan? I don't know. Some Dolan. He was trying to. He was trying to sell those '88 Rangers jerseys. Yeah, right. Just, just ripping the Lindros nameplate off there. Put Kane on there. Um, <laughs> Victor Hedman, upper body injury. He is day to day, but aren't we all? Yeah, that looks bad too. Yeah, I mean, he was gliding for a bit, and then boom, there's the boards, and shoulder just goes kapoop. Yeah, that looks like a bad one. Yeah, no, no good. Uh, Cam Talbot, mid middle body injury, is what they're calling it. Now we have three parts of the body. Well, yeah, we. I think we always. I thought it was just upper and lower body. I think we always did. I think it was always three parts of the body. The yeah, mid- but at what point does your middle body start and your upper and your upper body be, like? I when think, does your middle body stop and your upper body begin? I think it's uh, bottom of ridge cage uh, to dick. I think is your mid body. Okay. I think bottom of rib cage, like tummy area. We're talking. So t- you're bringing into effectively uh, all hernias are middle body. Essentially, yes. What yeah. about what about if you break a rib? Is that a middle body or is that an upper body? Which part? Which rib? See, that's where things get hairy. Well, no. If it's the hang, if it's the floating rib, yeah, you can middle body that because that'll float into the middle body. If it's like After upper, you break it, obviously. If it's sternum area, like the the ribs up here, nah, 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 dog. That's yeah, upper, that's upper that's body. body. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that makes yeah. very much sense. Yeah, me. think of it as a, as a wrestling figure, and you okay. and you get it. All right, hold on. Do I have one? Perfect. I do. Yeah. You have a wrestling figure with a dick. Well, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> wow, they made those wrestling figures very anatomically correct. Got to get the... sexy Chucky e. T out here. <laughs> I was I was like, is that Angelo Parker? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a uh, sexy Chucky e. T. Kentucky, okay. Kentucky gentleman. So you remove his vest, and he's got the mid. So this is the middle body. Oh, so he actually had, does. He have actually a has body. a middle body and an yeah. upper body, and there you go. So, so the middle body goes down to like the uh, paint. The change in his uh, his the, pants there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To right about here, right about to the gotcha. groin area. Then the groin starts the lower body. Okay. So yeah. Obvious. So if you break a hip, that's considered part of middle body. Still. Yes, yes, yes. Absolutely. Obviously. Okay. I, I mean, I'm starting to. I'm. I'm gathering. Kind of. You're kind of jiving with it. I'm. I mean, I'm okay with it. I just. I mean, maybe because of all the betting now, they have to be more specific. Right. Exactly. So they're like, "I'm sorry, guys. You're gonna have to add a middle body to your description <laughs> of injuries." They're like, "Ah, son of a bitch." Guys, if we're if we're out here if we're out here taking bets on wrestling, we're gonna have to need middle body injury as a thing. Right. Thank you. Yes. So. Um, betting on the uh, amount of blood that somebody <laughs> loses in a John Moxley oh, fuck. Uh, match. <laughs> you count the time. Over, under a minute and a half, John Moxley bleeding. <laughs> oh, that's going to be tough. <laughs> um, Tony D'Angelo uh, was suspended two games for spearing Corey in, in his parries. Um, <laughs> in the middle body? <laughs> right in the middle body. I think that's lower body uh, for oh, sure. Okay. For sure, it's just to the top of the day, the dick. That doesn't include the balls. Uh, going just boom, right, right to his dick. Stick to the dick. Yeah, uh, and the worst part was that like it wasn't even subtle. No, no, he came in there like, like it was a fucking jousting match. Yes, and he like skated in from yeah. like fifteen feet too, and then was like clock right the. How about that? He realized that some people from med- medieval times are on fucking strike, so he had to take over and give them a show. Big turkey God. leg. My God. 
You ever been to me- I mean, me- medieval times? I have not. No, okay. I went to the. I've been to the Renaissance Festival a couple of times. That's that's just a bigger version of Renaissance or of uh, medieval times. Are yeah, you- without without as much dinner. Yeah, I always go. I always go by there when I go come home and I see the uh, Rundle Mills Mall. It's somehow still open. I'm surprised it's still open. I'll be honest. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. It is kind of. How is this a thing? Uh, well, I do think that they charge like a lot of money for like a show and dinner. Well, yeah, it's dinner and a movie, baby. I mean, it's dinner dinner and a show. I mean, popularized by uh, by uh, with cable guy. Cable guy. Um. All right, so we have a Patreon, Johnny. Did you know that? Oh, we do. We do have a Patreon. Patreon.com slash Facebook Hockey Show. That's where you can put all the fun. You can get some. There is actually something in the works. I just have to remember how to video edit. Um, so that'll be available to the $5 tier people when you get. Why are you all the way across the fucking city, you piece of shit? <laughs> my guy's only one top away. My, like, my God. Anyway, I was gonna I was gonna show where I'm at, but I'm gonna dox myself, so no, I won't do that. Right. But it's just like he went he went past the mall, and the mall is like a little further away, and then he just went like toward north towards the hospital. I'm like you fucking clod. The irony of a package of air tags showing up and getting lost would be fucking great, though. That'd be wonderful. That'd be wonderful. That'd be man fantastic. <laughs> um, but anyway, back to the Patreon. I do have like a video thing that I will be putting up there soon enough. So, I, like I said, I just have to video. I have to edit it, and that's taking the most time because I can't remember how to edit. Uh, I, I forgot how to video edit. So it's not easy. It's not easy. Not easy when you want to do transition and voiceovers and all kinds of other shit. So yeah, we'll see how it goes. Um, but you can be like, uh, if you want to, if you want to get on that, that's on the five dollar tier. Five dollar tier, you get that. You get to pick the the segment of the show. You only want to give a dollar, you get the video show out of it. So that's pretty cool, and you're supporting us uh, as we have supported you. Not really. Uh, well, we support you for two hours of free goodness. So that's worth a, that's, that's worth a dollar a month. That's twenty. I mean, if you guys sent us questions, we would answer them too. Exactly. I mean. Send us some questions. That's a quarter of fucking show on average. Yeah. So come on. This this month you're getting five shows. So that's like twenty cents. Jeez. God, we'll throw in the extra, the last one for free. Exactly. You Still buy, a quarter a show, but the last one's free. Buy four shows, get the fifth one free on eligible months. Uh, <laughs> uh, be like Jerome, Pat. <laughs> months with five Wednesdays. Exactly, with five Wednesdays. The, 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 it has to start like on the... Any any month that starts after the third, you'd only get four shows. Yeah, um, sorry. The, uh, you can be like Jerome, Pat, Jeff. Kevin, Matthew, Mark, Ethan, Trista, Chris, Robin, Sean. They contributed. Hey, so can you. Patreon.com slash Facebook Hockey Show. All the money goes back into the show. An interesting report came out this week. Okay. During the trade deadline, which, by the way, the trade deadline shows are fucking terrible. Especially uh, ESPNs. Sure? Um, I did not get a chance to watch that, actually. Good, good thing you didn't. John Butchergrass was stepping over everybody. I said uh, I set my TV to NHL Network in the morning, and then I actually was like doing work that mm-hmm. Friday, so I didn't even really get to do I... anything. But it was mostly TSN, and then um, they flipped to just the NHL Network guys at one point. So yeah, it went to like it was TSN on ESPN Plus until NHL got there, or the ESPN put their own stuff, and then Butcher Grass was talking over. Everybody who was on that panel, Kevin Weeks, um, um, Emily Kaplan, and Ray Ferraro. Um, I mean, Boudreaux's thing was hilarious, though. Yeah, on TSN, that was great. 
Um, but yeah, Butcher Gross is fucking terrible. Um, I did have to explain to somebody that it was the same, uh, the same speech from the uh, <laughs> Caps twenty four seven, like the original twenty four seven. Yeah, gotta love that. Um, but anywho, uh, amidst the buzz of the trade deadline, there was a buzz about expansion. Okay. Uh, apparently, during I that there were already thirty two teams during said show or before said show. Uh, Butchergrass and Kevin Weeks uh, started rumors, starting rumors about on purpose. I guess purposely about NHL expansion to two cities. Can you name those two cities, John? I think I saw this. Um, I think Houston was one of the expansions. That's true. Which is really funny to me because that pretty much like screws the entire like we're going to move the coyotes to houston thing right um and for some reason i think i saw people talking about atlanta being on a list but a- that might have been chris jericho's list nope atl shawty <laughs> atl shawty is in the mix for expansion they were like you know what third time's a charm well i was discussing this with the girl last night and she brings up a valid point uh, for Atlanta, first year or first time, not ready for it. It was the seventies. Atlanta didn't know anything about hockey. The South, as a whole, really didn't know anything the about seventies. Yeah, um, the Thrashers, shitty ownership, shitty That's ownership, true. That's and a very true statement. And the NHL didn't step in, so I think that was a big thing too. That's kind of because I think that they wanted a team to move to Canada so that Paul Silly wasn't able to move the team to Canada. It's true. Well, he could have bought the team and moved it to Canada. That's exactly what uh, this team did. The Northern True North Enterprises. The Northern Lights. Northern Lights Suplex. Um, so, yeah, Frank Saravalli of the Daily Faceoff uh, got it confirmed by the league that the uh, di- that the expansion of the 34 teams not currently being considered. It's not a priority right now, but it doesn't mean we won't listen to people or groups who have interest, said uh, NHL Deputy Commissioner Bill Daly. Right. Um, so here we have it now. So the last two expansion teams, Vegas and Seattle, made yeah. it a nice, pretty 32 teams. Eight Correct. teams per division. We're fucking yep. loving it. But up, 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 Yeah, yeah. That's how math works. This will fuck that thing up. Yes. And you know what the best part would be? Is that somehow there's going to be a team in the East and a team in the West. Yep. Just to make both of them odd numbers to really piss people off. (laughs) To really give it to them straight and hard. So there's that. Um, So the Kraken, uh, or sorry, the, the Golden Knights 2017. Kraken 2021. Golden Knights paid 500 million for the expansion fee. Kraken paid 650. And hypothetical, according to Sarah Valley, hypothetical next NHL expansion team could push one billion with a B in the next couple years. Wow. Link potential expansion. Uh, Houston and Atlanta. Uh, of course, those are the big ones out there. Quebec City, Kansas City. Portland and Saskatoon have been linked, though that last one always linked. But Saskatoon has forty-seven people in it. Oof. Don't think that they are in the running for an I NHL team. I only take 
I will only take a, a an Atlanta expansion team if they have a Spears fight that night. That would be great if they just honor him and retire his number thirty nine up in the stands. Um, sorry, Saskatoon two hundred seventy three thousand people in it. I apologize. Mm. Still, not a lot of people for a major metropolitan. I think that's probably le- that's much less than Winnipeg. So, what can you do? But what say you about expansion? What what do you think about expansion? Is it good, bad, and different? Um, I think you. I don't know how to say this well. Um, I think that you reach a point where there's not enough talent mm-hmm. for the amount of hockey teams in this world. Um, so like. I guess the I mean the NHL's still the best league in the world, right? Like I mean that's probably not a debate in any way shape or form. Mm-hmm. Um but like where do you find players to round out two more teams? Would be my first question. Like you don't have teams in the AHL, at least that I feel um that are so good that you're like, wow, these players mm-hmm. should be playing in the NHL. Um, and it's unless, not, it, oh, it, it, it's also it's not as competitive in the AHL either. Yeah, yeah. Um, but unless you are effectively saying like, there are a ton of European players that we haven't been able to tap into, and if we had two more teams, we could bring more people into the mix, like. Expansion just to bring money into the game is probably not the good is probably not a good idea. No. Um. I just don't see where you put forty six more players, and then yeah. not even that you have forty six more players, but you also have to think of farm systems. Yep. So like they need to come up with an AHL team, which now means the AHL expands as well. Mm-hmm. Or they're independent. There might be independent teams still that are out there that maybe get bought up or something. Um, not bought, but like affiliated, I guess, is the sure. way to say that. Yeah. Um, I just don't see how you do it. I don't. I don't logistically. I don't see how it makes sense. It seem. It seems like it's just uh, gravitas for gravitas' sake. In that we want to. We want to have. We want to have this fancy thing. We want buzz around it. We're going to add more teams, more teams. Hey, I don't, you know, I don't know if that's good. I mean, and it creates that, a conversation. Absolutely. It gives us something to talk about that's not the trade deadline, thank God. Um, But, I mean, you look you look at everything around it, it's just like, I don't know, man. Like, yeah, the talent's there. I mean, we, we you see the disparity in youth hockey of the talent. Um, I mean... College hockey is whatever because college hockey can only do so much. Um, yeah, there's only so many schools that want to have hockey because there's only like 64, I think. Yeah, there aren't a whole lot. But I mean, you're seeing it now. Like, just it, let's not forget the coaches, like quality coaches and quality staff, and this, that, and the other. It's like, man. It's it doesn't like you said doesn't make sense. It just doesn't make sense that they're just expanding for the sake of expanding. And I don't know. Man. Well, so they're not. Ex- 
So I think they're expanding for the sake of bringing money into the game. Mm -hmm. Especially if Frank goes right to like the expansion fees could be $1 billion. Like Mm -hmm. you invest, you put that back into all the other teams that already exist. Mm -hmm. And now all of a sudden the cap went up $5 million. Right, 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 right. You know, like, like out of thin blue air, like in, Mm -hmm. (laughs) Hey, hey, we have a seven thousand. We have a seven million dollar raise in the cap now. How does happen? Um, so, like, I just don't think, I don't think that's that great. Um, unless we're just promoting the Savannah Ghost Pirates, who already have like really cool gear and shit. Like, maybe we'll just do that. That'd be nice. You know? Um, yeah, I don't, I don't get it. Yeah, it just doesn't seem to make sense. Even if you bring in over European players, it doesn't. The talent, the talent gap is going to be huge. And uh, I'm just going to say this out loud, though, real quick. Please, if if Atlanta gets a third team, oh. and the first logo was a flaming A, and the second logo they have a T for a Thrasher, if the third team doesn't start with an L, they're fucking missing a gold mine. Right, exactly. <laughs> you are missing the boat and miss the plot. Fuck you. <laughs> I mean, come on. You could get the whole set at that point. You get an Atlanta Flames jersey. You get a Thrasher's jersey that had the, like, T Thrasher's. And then you get the, uh, I don't know, Limericks uh-huh. or something. I, I didn't know what else. Leprechauns. Mm. Yeah, maybe. Um, uh, I'm trying to find. Sir Mix-a-Lots. Yes, exactly. Where's the affiliate page? What do you guys... Man, the ECHL site is just such a fucking. ECHL site's a terrible site. I will. I will. The leopards. The leopards, perfect. Love it. Who are the Savannah Ghost Pirates affiliated with? Uh oh, the Golden Knights and the Henderson. Oh, it's Vegas. Makes sense. Not really. It does make sense. That's a good line. That is a good line of jerseys that they have there. That is a bright line of jerseys for sure. Yeah. God, imagine if if the Ghost Pirates had like a lime green reflective chrome helmet. Wait, wait till oh. next year. Right. <laughs> um, yeah, man, I don't think expansion's the answer. Honestly, I mean, you got teams in trouble already. Fucking move them. Carolina <laughs> Hurricane or not Carolina Hurricanes? Oops, Carolina. <laughs> that was a Freudian slip. Uh, Arizona Coyotes. Carolina's fine. Well, Carolina in general look they seem fine. Carolina is fine. God, those are bright fucking jerseys. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Holy shit, man. Do they not have a... Oh, there's a shop. It's right there. Ghostpirateshockey.com. I'm kind of yeah. mad because every once in a while I go to uh, the Ghost Pirates shop mm-hmm. because I really want a fitted neon green <laughs> hat. Yeah. With that, I mean, I would even go neon green, black brim, sure fitted with the Ghost Pirates logo on it. Oh, even that like silhouette pirate. Oh yeah. my god, that'd be amazing. I might buy two. Okay, hold on a second. I gotta bring this up. I gotta bring this up. I haven't seen any good hats that they have yet. No, the, the hats are bullshit. <laughs> yeah, they need a better group of people for hats. Well, I think that in, in the uh, the biggest problem, the biggest problem, is that um, they're green 
you can you have to buy a lot of it because it's such a unique green and no one else uses it. So I'm sure that's yeah. probably the big thing. But let me let me show you let me show you something. Let, let me show you something. Let me show you something. Um, speaking of Jim Carrey, here we go. Oof. The Dumb and Dumber oh, replica aggressive. jersey, right? 150 bones. Oh, they have it in smalls. Yes, only? small, medium, oh. large. I, I couldn't see the different. The different ones yeah. don't show up for me. It's just a block of of oh, black. But as soon as you click it, oh yeah, no. no. <laughs> it's a small through 4XL. Or you can get the very aggressive neon lime green jersey. Yes. Yes. That is what I want in a hat. Right? It looks so good. I want good. that in a hat with that logo on it. But it needs to be fitted as sure. well, please. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm down with you. I'm, <laughs> yeah, with, yeah. You the, I'm with you on that, baby. Look at that. That's fucking green. Yes. That's fucking beautiful. Green, baby. But yeah, their hats are kind of bullshit. Yes. Like, Agreed uh, completely. Let me scroll the down hats the... suck. Screw down to the headwear. It's just, eh, eh. Sold out, sold out. Only thing is a sna- a white snapback. I'm oh, sorry, fit it flat. How is it a fit, yeah. it fa- fit it flat snapback? Wait, what? Like, I'm reading That's it. Enough. Right? It says fit it, flat, fit it flat snapback. Interesting. Doesn't make a damn bit of sense. What See, we... even that, though, if that was, like, neon green instead of oh, sure. gray... Like light gray, yeah. that'd be that'd be sick. It'd be fantastic. We would love it, but no, they got to be cowards about it. Yeah, we have to cowards. buy all of it. Yeah, you're gonna sell it, motherfucker. Right. Stop. Like they don't even have any bright. They just have a dude with a couple like spotted sleeves tattoos done, <laughs> just showing off the guns. Uh, what is this? Is this the ghost? Yeah, it's a ghost. Ah, it's a ghost pirate. It's a ghosty pirate. Whatever. <laughs> but no, that that lime green jersey is the fucking is is it? Agreed. It is the jam. all in, all in on that one. Hell yeah, baby. Um, <clears throat> all right. Some other news. Uh, some college news. As Tony Granado fired as Wisconsin head coach after a one hundred three, one twenty six, and fourteen career uh, record in seven seasons with the Badgers. I saw that former uh, former NHL NA, NHL coach with the Colorado Avalanche. I'm sure we'll be seeing his name back in the fold uh, because the NHL just can't help themselves recycling old coaches. Uh, but I think seven years is a good spacer in between. Sure, he's learned something. Probably not. <laughs> the uh, women's college hockey Frozen Four tournament national tournament starts up this weekend. Play-in tournament, and then uh, they run it down to the Frozen Four, which is next week. Frozen Four for the wow. women's next week, uh, starting on uh, Friday. So, a lot of good times ahead there. Uh, Minnesota, number one overall seed. Um, <clears throat> looking to get shit done out there. So, it'll be interesting Was to Minnesota see. Minnesota in the championship game last year? Um, I think they played Ohio State. Yes, I think they were, yes. Yeah, so Ohio State won were. their first championship. Um yes, I watched that game. Playing games start tomorrow. Uh, all I think, no, none of them are in yet. Only one of them is ESPN+, Plus, and that's Long Island against Wisconsin. Lacey Eden, so some Maryland. Uh, oh. Maryland Times. Sean Leahy will love that. He'll love it. Yeah. Long Island. Good Long Island girls. Yeah. Uh, Penn, State, Penn State at Quinnipiac is at 6. Long Island at Wisconsin is at 6. 
on ESPN Plus, and then Clarkson at Minnesota Duluth at 7. And then the regional finals start the 11th. Uh, Northeastern against Yale, uh, and then the winner of Wisconsin LIU against Colgate. Minnesota Duluth Clarkson winner against Minnesota Man or Minnesota. I'm a liar. Ohio State's the number one overall seed, and the Quinnipiac Penn State winner against Ohio State. Okay. And then the semifinals. There are Frozen Fours in Duluth this year, so Duluth, Duluth, Duluth is on fire. Yes. Um. There you go. They don't need water. Just let it burn. Should see if I Duluth's not Duluth's like three hours from me. That far? That's not that far. We'll see if Wisconsin gets to it. Wisconsin gets to it. I might actually have to think about going. Get to see some. Get to see some Lacey Eden content. Some Annapolis content. There you go. All up on. Uh, Edmonton signed a five-year lease with the city of Bakersfield, so that means that they will not be moving their AHL team into the same arena as their junior team and their NHL team. Uh, so they're not going started. the Calgary route, <laughs> unfortunately. Um, so yeah, the Bakersfield Condors will be there for another five more years, baby. Gotta love I that. saw a fantastic video of the Bakerfield Condors where they brought a real condor out yeah. under the ice. Oh yeah. Uh, that did not go well. No, it was a bad it was a bad deal for everybody. Like as you it went exactly the way that you would have planned, like you would have thought that it worked. Yeah, exactly. You know? Exactly how a bird of prey should have been uh, <laughs> right. On right, the right, ice right. should have yeah, been. Especially when it. you put them on ice. Yep, on ice and uh around people that they don't know and are scared of and are making a lot of noise. Right. It's about about how it should have about been done. Exactly how it it's, went. It right. went exactly how you thought it was going to go. Is there any other like big animal situations we've had? Like, I mean, just the the oh, the, uh, I, the I, bears. So, um, Jen has a great story that she always tells about um, the penguins when they first came into the league. Uh-huh. They wanted a real penguin as a mascot. They got a real penguin as a mascot. Problem was, it was an African penguin, and it didn't adjust to the cold well. Oh, jeez. So the uh, I think I think what it was is the is the the penguin got hypothermia and died. <laughs> wow, that should have been a bad omen. Yeah, it should have been team. just like, ooh, that's not good. <laughs> oh no, I hope our team doesn't go bankrupt three times. Uh <laughs> <laughs> and then we have to sell it to the guy that we owe money to. Right, exactly. Um oh yeah, the big the big city greens classic is happening uh this coming Tuesday. Nice. Let's the, go. The fourteenth, seven PM on uh ESPN plus Disney Plus, Disney XD, Disney Channel. I think I, I put it on yeah, I put it on my uh my phone. It says March fourteenth caps game on ESPN plus cartoon game. Yep. So it's going to be the alternate presentation, which is pretty much the only way you can watch a Caps game these days. Um, I mean, not good. I mean, Rasmus Dahlin's been, or Dahlin, Rasmus Sandin has been <laughs> Rasmus good. Rasmus Dahlin's been fantastic. He's been fantastic, well too. Yeah, but in Buffalo. But Rasmus Sandin has been solid in his first few games of the Caps. I, I, I do appreciate, I mean, they, they went with the mark. With a C method, though, they just mm-hmm. brought in a guy that could pass the puck to a veteran. Yep, that's all you need. Uh, so now you have, so now you have a guy, pop dog, not here. Um, <laughs> uh, you have a guy now who can do that uh, with Carlson. I'm, I'm pouring one out this hunter. Nice. I mean, uh, he didn't die. He just had MCL surgery. Yeah, right. Was it MCL or meniscus? Uh, thought it. 
maybe it was meniscus. And it, when, so if you remember correctly, when he had his first ACL injury, mm-hmm. it was supposed to be an MCL surgery. Right. And they went in and they were like, ha, your ACL is fucked too. We're going to fix that. Um, so I have a feeling it's tied to some of those old injuries, sur- surgery, such things. But can, can I also say, I think you got to sign off for that, man. I think but, you got to sign off to get your ACL done, like another procedure done while they're I in mean, there. You probably do, but the way that Mark said it was like, I was going in for an MCL surgery and my ACL was fucked too type of thing. Yeah, but I think you have to we would, be... We would have to, it was a different time. It was a different time. It was, a, it was before, before HIPAA. Uh, <laughs> uh, just coming off the uh, wire 16 minutes ago, Dan- David Quinn has been fined $25,000 uh, for contract demeaning the officials that resulted in a game misconduct on Saturday night. Okay. As uh, he was uh, officiating, has been getting uh, getting a whole heck of a lot of stuff. Um, I mean, uh, Eric Carlson threw his helmet at, at the at the officials after he didn't get a call. Um, God, I can't remember who it was. A guy who got uh, ooped upside the head. Uh, concussion spotters sent him off the ice, and because he was yelling at the refs, what the hell are you guys doing? And his nose is all busted, his mouth's all busted, they gave him a 10-minute misconduct. Nice, good work. Like, insult to injury, holy shit. Um, yeah, the refs have been uh, the refs have been something. The refs have been something. Getting some flack. They're getting into playoff, playoff <laughs> right. uh, readiness. They're in playoff form already. Um, yeah. Got to love that. We're going to wait for Lyle here. Lyle Richardson. Did your ups show up? Oh, no, he's not. As oh. not. I've not run for the door yet. My Amazon is upstairs. You son so. of a bitch. Kind of figured that. I won. Because my UPS guy went literally north of town. He went almost oh out of town on the north side to fucking, I don't know, do what. It's got eight well, minutes to be here. I mean, if you oh, got they're right desk, at my door. They, right? could be, they could be buzzing me here any second. All right. I mean, that's perfect timing then, actually. Yeah. I'll just talk about the weekend of Black Bears games for, like, two minutes while you're uh, getting your desk in the house. Yeah, well, it's, they're not here yet. They're going to buzz me, and then then they'll carry it. Let those fuckers carry it up three flights of stairs. Yeah, that's smart. Yeah, take that for doing a fucking 17 loops around the goddamn place where you need to be. <laughs> Jimmy uh, John's in UPS, man. You, you know what? The, the shitty thing is usually... UPS allows me to like pick where I want it, like whether I want it delivered to my house or whether I want it to, like leave it at a UPS store. Uh, did not give me the option this time. I'm kind of mad. Yeah, some of the packages that UPS sent. So I have every package that UPS sends sent to the store on uh, Veterans Highway. Okay. Right. Um, and mostly now, like at first, it was very convenient because I just stopped there on the way home from work. I lived in Annapolis. Mm-hmm. I mean, I worked in Annapolis, right? <laughs> Now it's like I just want to leave my house, right? Um, so like I'll drive down there and pick up packages and stuff. But every once in a while, every once in a while, there's something that shows up that they're basically like, "Yeah, so about that, we're not sending it to the UPS store. It's going to come to your house." I'm like, "All right, whatever." Yeah, because um, I can't fix that exactly. Uh. So yeah, because the UPS store is right across from work, so I can just after work just drive over there, pick it up, away we go. We're having a good See, time. See, perfect, perfect spotting. But no, nope. perfect. Nope, nope, nope. Uh, so now we wait. He's literally like three blocks away from my house or my apartment. 
So we'll see what time he gets here. Probably be Lyle, and we'll talk to Lyle. What about trade deadline? And then he'll go for fifteen minutes. And then you'll run away and run away and come back, and he's still going. Yeah, Um, I mean that's good. That's good stuff. (laughs) Uh, good times, good times. It was a lot of a lot of crashes on the interstate today uh, because of the snow. So a lot of of people jackknifing on the highways. I'm like, yeah, that sucks. But uh, we're in winter. Where the hell do you think? The hell you guys thinking? The uh. The uh, Black Bears have a St. Patrick's Day puck Ooh. Um, coming out. That's right. They're playing on St. Patty's Day. Yeah. Um, so they have a uh, they have a puck. I don't remember if they're doing the St. Baldrick's uh, fundraiser again. I haven't seen anything about it. So I'm kind of hoping they're not like, hey, you got seven days to raise as much money as you can. Right. <laughs> um, type of thing. But. Maybe that's later in the in the year a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there's definitely a puck. Uh, a uh, Bruno Bruno is on a uh, St. Patrick's Day puck. Hey, I don't think it's a bottle opener like last year's. Oh, that's a shame. At least let's put it this way: it wasn't mentioned that it was a bottle opener. There you go. They didn't say particularly it was a bottle opener. Hmm. So, yeah, so this weekend coming up, next weekend coming up, mm-hmm. three games set. Yep, against the Johnstown Tomahawks. Last, 17, 18, 19. Last time in the regular season they face each other. And honestly, yeah. if the Black if the Black Bears take uh, take all three games like they did earlier in the year, that could dash the Johnstown Tomahawks playoff holes in general. That, that'd be perfect. That'd be are, so much fun. I would, I would love that. They are currently five points behind uh, the final playoff spot are the Tomahawks. Black Bears standing steady at the top spot, clear of second place by seven points. Um, Johnstown five points behind Northeast with a game in hand. Maryland's played uh, more games than anybody except for the Danbury Junior Hattricks. Danbury Junior Hattricks currently on a uh, on a 36-game losing streak. Ooh. They have not won in 36 games. Yikes. And they've played 50. So uh, they are currently 2-41-5-2 with a goal differential of minus 137. Wow. Their win percentage is a one point one one zero. I kind of feel bad, though. About I that. do, like, too. You know why? Not only is, is Thrasher legend Patrick Steffen behind the bench. Yeah. Um, but, man, these, like how as a kid, how do you... How do you feel about that like fucking how in the hell do you do you say you know what this is fine this is fine i'm gonna you know i'm playing with my buddies we don't have a pressure to win they won their first game of the year and then lost a ton so and then and then and then then one uh when's the last time they won let's find out shall we together as a people maryland beat them pretty bad uh, oh the last time they have won let me just double check. They do have two wins. Last time they won October twenty first against the Maine Nordiques, two to one. Oof. They have not won in several months now. Coming up on five. So they months. haven't won before the World Juniors. Yeah. But they, did is Berezin still there or did he no? He moved up to like, the out. he moved up to the USHL. He got oh, a okay. reprieve. 
Gotcha. But they have that another. Makes, they have that an, actually makes sense. Yeah, they have another uh, a Latvian goaltender in net. So, yeah, Barrison is playing for Tri City Storm now. Yeah, that makes sense. But man, <sighs> you feel bad. You feel I bad. do. I feel bad for. I feel bad too. Like, like I said, you feel bad for the kids. It's just like, how can you, how can you have high? And it's not like it's, some of the games are close, and some of the games are just really blowouts. It's kind of bizarre. I mean, the East is a tough division, though. Still, you know, like, that's no true. matter what. Well, yeah. I mean, you you look at it outside of them. I mean, twenty twenty points separate uh, sixth and first. Yeah. And then there's Danbury, who's lost thirty six in a row. Yeah. But that happens. Yep. What can you do? Lyle Richardson joins us now, SpectresHockey.net. Hello, Lyle. Welcome, welcome. Uh, congratulations on getting through yet another trade deadline. <laughs> Thank you. The easiest trade deadline I've ever done. Hey, man, we got up to 21 trades on trade deadline day. I wasn't too far <laughs> off with my 23. Not... Yeah, you definitely. Yeah, yeah. If, if you chose the over for what we we picked, yeah, you're you're definitely uh, your odds of winning are very good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was close. It was close. What mm-hmm. can you do? I, I would say it was it was a case of of more um, qual- quantity and not quality. Yeah. In terms of the trades, it was definitely only- quantity. Yeah. Oh boy. Oh, I mean, they're, they're, every trade deadline is always you know it's usually depth players that are moved. I mean, that's not a surprise, but there's usually you know several notable names that get moved. But of course, this year everything, all the big names got traded. Well, be in some cases, well before deadline day. So, the only the only notable names we had was was oh oh I, I see a Mark sighting. Oh, hello hello. Live from his makeshift hospital bed. Oh God, Mark with uh, a C. I'm, I'm 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 at home. Oh, okay. So what happened? Uh, you it was this was the meniscus repair, Mark. Yes, just a simple meniscus fix. I'm already putting weight on it. Nice. Oh. This is my left left knee this time around. On purpose? So. On, yeah, I was going to say, did you have to? Yeah, purpose, they force yeah. you to? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This is this is uh, super easy compared to the last ones. Was this like a cleanup uh, procedure, or is this something yeah. new? Just a cleanup? Yeah. Was it? Yeah. yeah. This was the Daniel Alfredson special. Ah. Ah. He'll be back. I'll be back in a week. cleanup, and I'll be back in two weeks. <laughs> there you go. Oh, that's all right. I mean, you you were like six hours, and you're already back on the show. Like you're way better than Daniel Alfredson. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. I mean, all he did was go back and play hockey two weeks later. What the hell? Yeah, yeah. Oh boy, well, it's good to see you, Mark. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I, I'm not I sure how much longer I'm going to be on. I just popped fine. my two. Uh, what's it called? I didn't get oxy. I didn't get. I got something called uh, T3. Uh, tramadol. 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 Mm. Uh, tramadol. Tramadol is the uh, that's the drug of choice for cyclists. Oh, there you go. Oh, Mark's okay. gonna do a Tour de France now. Yeah, that's good stuff. Nice. <laughs> well, congr- anyway, congratulations. Well, I didn't mean to derail whatever you were discussing. Oh, we were just no, talking about. We were just talking. We just started we were talking discussing about the, deadline. the trade deadline. Yeah, the 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 boredom that was trade deadline this year. Yeah. Yeah, I loved Where... it because because John Butchergrass was just talking over everybody. It was great. I loved every minute of that. <laughs> that was the ESPN version. I had, of course, the TSN version where they were they were singing singing songs and and uh, yeah. The Bo- the Boudreaux special was was amazing. Well, the, the Boudreaux was good. <laughs> yes, yes, that was great. The 
was good. Both things involved. Go the the Bruce there it is sketch and the uh, the uh, takeoff on his uh, Washington Capitals uh, fest diatribe. Yeah. Uh, that was that was yeah. both things very good, very good. I'll give them that. That was incredible. That was really good. Yeah. F bombs everywhere. Oh, for sure. And fucking tastic there you, you love go. it that's in honor of, of bruce boudreau by the way the, the yeah. best part was where he was like i know duffy's hope is hosting so i know you're not working with much but <laughs> <laughs> i have to give credit whoever the writers were this year did an outstanding job look even the song i have to give credit i have to give credit where credit's due it wasn't bad it it, it wasn't bad it was a catchy tune yeah but be bad for bedard yep. yeah that was a catchy tune. I, I got to give credit where it's due. Well, so the video to me just made me feel like it was the worst episode of Letter Kenny ever. <laughs> but that's just me, you know. But anyway, yeah, I mean, it was uh, it was just uh, the trade deadline this year was definitely just a case of 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 you know quantity over quality. Like I said, the only notable names that moved on the actual day was Max Domi early in the morning. And uh, John Klingberg just before the deadline, and that was it. You know, everybody, everything else was, to coin a phrase uh, of, of yours, Scotty, it was a who's who, who cares. So, yeah, yeah I mean, you had to, you had to, I mean, the Ritchie brothers were traded for each other. That was cute. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that was okay. That's a nice little bit of of, of history. I, Twitter had a bit of fun with that. Mm-hmm. I have to say, it's like, yeah, that was. Hey, really- I'm going to Calgary. Great, I'll be with my brother. Um, um about that. <laughs> well, I said it's easy now because they don't have to like find new places. They can just sublet their places. Exactly. Their thing there. Exactly. Just stay. Hey, the the name the name's still on the lease. The name says Richie on the lease. Nick, Brad, who gives a shit? Right? Exactly. It's a Richie. I'm getting paid. They're hockey cares. players and their last name's Richie. As long, long as they pay the rent, I don't care. Right. <laughs> exactly. Who gives a crap? I mean, at, the, at that point, just to, you know, Venmo each other the difference every yeah. month and call it a day <laughs> until the lease is up. Yeah, there we go. Exactly. I mean, if exactly. it was Mark and I, they wouldn't be able to tell the difference anyway. So well, well exactly. Leahy was Especially your if your landlord's Sean Leahy. Yeah. I mean, geez, you know. <laughs> <laughs> that's a sitcom almost unto itself i'm telling you i'm yeah. telling you that's a I, sitcom waiting to happen i did say that the richie brothers though should have taken the other brother's number from the original team that way could they still could have sold all the jerseys yeah. and everything yeah. for full well price. to be fair if they were if they were doing pre-made richie jerseys the the team that they're playing on is in trouble <laughs> um, let's just put it that way uh yeah. uh young young v yaka verana Heading to uh, St. Louis, that mm-hmm. one that one was interesting for me. I mean, we all know that yeah. he he almost he almost quit hockey in general. And now he's in St. Louis. Interesting. Well, so, so far so good. Apparently, yeah. life's good in St. Louis, even though the Blues aren't aren't in a playoff as a pitcher either. But he was uh, the interview I I read uh, that he that he gave uh, the local paper. Now could just be for local consumption, of course. But uh, just saying that how much of a different vibe it was, and much more positive atmosphere. How he felt, you know, a lot better about the situation. So yeah, yeah. Okay, gotta. Had a mute mark for he and him moving around. That was. I think you can mute, unmute your. Oh, there you I go. think you can unmute him now. No, I can't unmute him. He has to unmute no, himself. He's talking to somebody. Yeah, he's got somebody yeah. in the distance. Okay. In the distance. <laughs> um, yeah. I muted you, Marky. So if you want to unmute yourself, please go ahead. Um, yeah. Yeah. Cool. Um, the Trevor Va- or the Trevor James Van Riemsdyk move that never happened. 
That was interesting. It looked like he was going to bat for Detroit, and then yeah. it just fell through. And yeah. then a lot of people were uh, saying, uh, Chuck Fletcher, fuck you. Um, <laughs> they should be Flyers fans, yes. Who were... Flyers fans have been very unhappy since the start of the season. This The, the trade deadline, this thing with, with Van Riemsdyk, the failed Van Riemsdyk trade, that that just the culmination of a, of a season-long just anger yeah. uh, and frustration at the team. Um, I don't doubt that Chuck Fletcher was trying to move James Van Riemsdyk. I don't believe he was sitting and waiting till the last minute to move him. It, it's just an unfortunate. It's it, it's an unfortunate situation that just pretty much sums up the Flyer season. I mean, they had an asset that mm-hmm. was of interest, but it was more. This guy was more of a Plan B for a lot of teams if they didn't get the guys they wanted, and almost all of those teams got the guys they wanted. Um, you know. Uh, Van Riemsdyk's, uh they were willing. Listen, they were willing to retain half of his half of his cap hit, half his seven million dollar cap hit. So that ain't nothing. But there just wasn't a fit. It didn't come up uh, the, until something like within the last hour. Fletcher got a call out of the blue from a team he hadn't even spoken with. Uh, you know, saying, "Listen, are you still interested in trading this guy?" Blah blah blah. It's it's believed that it was Detroit that called. And when initially I first heard the report that, oh, Van Riemsdyk is going to Detroit, I thought, well, that's odd because they've been sellers all week. Why Why are they buying a rental player? And it took me, of course, a few seconds to click in and realize, oh, this must be uh, like a 13, must, you know, Detroit must be a, a 13 broker here. You know, they've done, they did that before, I believe, was it the David Savard trade, I believe they were the third yes. party brokers in that yeah, one. Yeah, correct. so they did that before. And so that's what I thought. And then all of a sudden it was just, no, it fell through. And just apparently uh, the team that the, the, so the story goes, the team that the Red Wings were dealing with, uh, they were waiting for them to move a player and they couldn't move him in time and the whole thing fell through and that was it. The bottom line was, is that unfortunately for the Flyers, it just wasn't a market for James Van Riemsdyk. Teams were interested, but again, he was like, second or third choice mm-hmm. you know and in some cases like the jets uh kevin shovel day off just decided no i'm fine with nino niederreiter and uh this other guy so yeah uh of course nino niederreiter and the other guy yeah you know it's a great band <laughs> yeah nino niederreiter and the other guy uh whose name you lose me for the moment but it definitely wasn't james van reams dyke sure wasn't know? buddy yeah so unfortunately uh and and i you know I give credit to John Tortorella because he stuck up for his GM and he didn't have to. Most coaches usually don't say anything. And he was just like, are you kidding me? He said he he tried like hell to trade him. You know, he wanted to trade him to a team that's going to be a playoff contender, you know, because Van Riemsdyk, final year of his contract, you know, he doesn't want to be, you know, you don't want to be, you don't want to get traded to another non-contender. That's pointless. So they tried to trade him to a playoff club, but the market just wasn't there. And Flyers fans just, it's been a long, frustrating season. And yeah, they 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 took it out on him. And, you know, it's unfortunate, but there we are. Namstrakov was who you're thinking of. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you, Nemestikov. So I was oh, right, yeah. need a writer and the other guy. Yeah, yeah. the other guy, yeah. yeah. Uh, who, uh, Nemestikov got traded earlier in the week, too. So double yeah, trade. Yeah, he went to San Jose. Yeah, double trade for him. Yeah. Uh, Jordan Green, Jordan Greenway to Buffalo was one that I liked too for Buffalo. I like that a lot. That was interesting. That was interesting. Greenway, you know, he, he his season really went off the rails this year. Yeah. It, it actually started to kind of go off the rails kind of late last season. 
because they were really looking at him being like a kind of like a middle six power forward. Mm -hmm. Uh, He showed a lot of promise the season before last and and the first half of last season. And, you know, things kind of kind of went off track for him. So he's he'll get a chance in Buffalo. That's for sure. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I mean, let's be honest, Buffalo at the bottom of the salary thing, they can give him a lot of cash. Well, he's already under contract. Three beyond the season. Three million. A lot of cash to give him. Yeah. So, you know, they can afford him easily. Uh, So far, he hasn't hasn't been able to help them out very much there. They've lost four of their last five. It's yeah, not the Sabers are a... finally becoming the Sabers this late into the season. I think exactly. it's, a, it's wonderful. They, become, they started to become the Sabers. They be, they became who we thought they were. Exactly. So usually this it, happens around like November, December, November, but they waited till December. March. Yeah, it's rare that you get into early March. You know, when you're down the stretch that this happens. But uh, well, they can still get back into this. They're not out of it yet. Uh, but you know, they've lost four to five. I believe they are five points back now. The penguins, I believe it is. Right. So, cause the penguins won, won that dog's dinner of a, of a game last night. So, yep. Yep. Five points back, uh, tied with yep. Ottawa. Yeah. With Ottawa and they're in, yeah. And Ottawa, that's the thing. I mean, a week, week, week and a half ago, like the Sabres and the senators were coming on two weeks ago. The Red Wings were coming on too. It looked like, Oh, here we go. These teams are going to make their surge. Cause you know, Pittsburgh was struggling. The Islanders were struggling. It looked like two of those three teams had a golden opportunity to, to jump up in there and grab and it. And it, it just, they've just kind of fallen apart here. A little bit. Again, there's still plenty of games and plenty of time left to 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 make up that ground. But you know, we're now we are in the part of the season, as we all know. Once you're past the trade deadline, now the games really matter. The yeah. the, the rest of the regular season, these are the games that matter most in the regular season. This is entertaining hockey, now really entertaining hockey to watch. This is where we start to see uh, the teams start to. Uh, get into playoff mode a little bit so especially the ones that are fighting for those playoff spots so yeah that be was, interesting to see if the saber senators can put the sabers and senators pull it off because the red wings are, are done yeah. i mean you know steve eisman waved the waved the, the white flag of surrender on them last week so yeah and the caps games are just becoming hey can ken ovech can score this game yeah. And well i mean again mcclellan's looking at that we talked about it last week he's looking at that fast turnaround I told you, I like that addition to Sandine. Oh, no, so he's paid far, off great dividends. So far, he is fitting in very well. Well, with Carlson out, I mean, that helps a lot, too. He's able to get but that point of course, point but this is his one. opportunity. This has given him the opportunity he wasn't getting in oh, Toronto. Yeah. Absolutely. So, and he's taking season the bull by the horns here, and it's like, and good on him. Because, you know, like I said, Carlson's not getting any younger. You know, and you're going to need to have an eventual replacement there and sort of an mm-hmm. heir apparent, if you will. Will Sandine be that guy? Maybe. Mm-hmm. But, you know, so far, what he had, well, Sandine had a golden assist in his last game. Correct me if I'm wrong. Did he's he had, not? He's had uh, both of the games he's played, he has multi point games. There you go. So, so he's had one, I think it's terrific. one one goal and four assists in his games. Terrific fit. Yeah. Oh, one thing we didn't see coming, you know, when that trade happened uh, two weeks ago. Dmitry Orlov, scoring machine for the uh, oh, yeah. for the Boston Bruins. Where the fuck was this? Yeah, really. Um, Wasn't he supposed to be the in the physical shutdown role? Occasionally chips in offensively, but his job is mainly as a shutdown yeah, D man. Listen, these things are jade. Yeah, the, the lines they're blurred. Holy crap! It's like a Robin Thicke song. <laughs> what a t- 
Well, when I, Orloff first came up, he was that like freewheeling, <laughs> like I'm going to bring the puck up, and I'm a Mike Green. Yeah, yeah, like a, a left hand. He's the Russian Mike, Mike Green. Green. Yeah, but then <laughs> well, he, he also started hitting people. He's Mike Red. Uh, Mike, oh. Mike, Mikhail Gren. Yes, yes exactly. Perfect. <laughs> Mikhail Red. I just, I just like these trades though, where y- you see a guy who's, you know, kind of pigeonholed into a role that everybody expects that this is what he is, and he gets traded <laughs> to another team, and he just blossoms into something that you never expected or you 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 never thought he was capable of doing in a good way you know what i mean and because it's like orloff when i saw that his first game i was like oh jesus what are three points oh good for you nice 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 opening game but we expect you to give you back to your normal shutdown defensive guy maybe chipping an assist here and there nope <laughs> he's just He's just joined into that scoring machine that is the Boston Bruins this year. And, woof, boy, have they ever unlocked his offensive capabilities. Yeah. Yeah. Eh, good for him. Yeah, good for good him. Good for him. But then. good for Sandine, though, too. Oh, yeah, Seriously, for sure. I, I was happy for you guys when, when, you, when, you, when uh, the Capitals acquired him. And I'm still, yeah, I still <sighs> think this is going to be a good long-term addition for the Caps going forward. So quick part of that quick turnaround that McClellan wants to do. Well, yeah. I mean, now you just need, but you have to hope that uh, Prodish and McMichael and yeah, all the other guys pan out as they wanted to as well. Well, yeah, the youngsters especially. McMichael was supposed this was supposed to be his season, and it ain't really. No, he's had it's some. It's been hardships. a season. Yeah, it has not definitely been a season. The season. I so wonder if it's because you know they got other guys that are jumping up ahead of him. And he's losing a little cop. Well, I or... think that that may be part of it. That that certainly may be part of it. When you've got, you know, when you're being kind of knocked down the depth chart a little bit, yeah. So, at least you see how he reacts. Uh, Twenty-seven. Once the once the Caps traded for Dylan Strome that or signed Dylan Strome, that was pretty mm. much the end of. Yeah. His that's a good tenure point. in Washington for this se- season, at least. For sure. Yeah, that's a good point, Mark. Absolutely, because going into this season, the, you know, before they signed Dylan Strom, the thing was is that, you're, or yeah, that okay, it's going to be McMichael's going to get the opportunity here. But yeah, when Strom came in, that changed the whole thing, and he was a good addition as well. I mean, you got to take some positives out of this season if you're a Caps fan, and, and Dylan Strom was is one of the positives. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, he played 68 games last year. Where? When? How? <laughs> he played 68 games for the Capitals? Yeah. Mm-hmm. He was on the wing most of the time. Okay. I must have had, you know, just playing that portion of the season out. <laughs> <laughs> he was also shit. a healthy scratch for a, a lot of well, yeah. So he might have been rostered, but yeah. I, don't, I don't know if that counts as... Well, no, because you have to suit up no, for the game. If you're a healthy scratch, okay. you're a healthy scratch. Yeah. Mark's on drugs. It's I'm fading fast over here, actually, so right. I'm probably going to get going. So you guys can okay. go ahead and pick me a, a losing team again. Oh, yeah, no, we'll pick you, you the winner. We'll pick you the best team in the league. We'll pick you the best team in the league, highest scoring team. Yeah, we got you, buddy. Don't worry. Yeah, rest, well, soon, right. man. Rest up, man. Seriously. All right. I'll be back at it next next week for sure. Oh, yeah. All right, bud. Unless you have another meniscus surgery. Take care, buddy. All right, see you, man. I only have I only have two meniscuses. Minisky, Minisky, yep. yes. <laughs> All right, all right, I'll later, buddy. Later, bud. There he goes, Mark with a C. Yeah. Um. Hey, I give him credit for coming on and being lucid. If that was me, I'd be I'd like both eyes would be in the same what? socket. I'd be babbling incoherently. Wait, I do that every week. Fuck Never him. Mind. Show up uh, at your regular time, shit dick.
Surgery or not, <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> Tired of this slack assery from him. I'm gonna put my kid on. I'm gonna show up with you know drunk, high on painkillers. Fucking addict. Anyway, uh, it's the, the downward spiral. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Were there any other? Gotta, this is how it starts. You yes. gotta do a VH1 behind the music of Mark Batonzo. Yeah. Oh fuck. We, if we could do that now. Let's see. <laughs> Yeah, Cul- 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 I, w- I wonder what the point that he starts going downhill is, though. Culminated, culminated in Blacksburg, Virginia. Um, anyway, <laughs> I'll take your word for it. Yeah, no, in a barn. As he continues to move south. Yep, further and further south, away from everybody he's ever loved. Um. <laughs> anyway, he can take the boy out of Maryland. Yeah, but no, it's fucking but, embarrassing. Yeah, he just <laughs> ruins every 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 other adventure. <laughs> Um, are there any other trades that 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 were like didn't were no goes? Usually we have this thing like ah, you know, we I was I had the trade call, but I get disconnected because they went through a tunnel. Like yeah, <laughs> they went through a tunnel. Yeah, just 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 a sec here. Let me let me let me. Because I love those stories. Those stories. Little looky lose. I'm waiting. I'm also waiting for a UPS oh. package, which is why I'm kind of staring at my window here. Okay, no, that's uh, fine. They say this supposed to be here by uh, seven central. Let me it's not see. here yet. Uh, Oilers apparently made a quote legitimate pitch for Timo Meyer before he got traded to the Devils. Well, yeah, well that wasn't going to freaking happen anyway. I mean, sure, shoot your best shot, but sure. there was there was no way anybody was going to bid the Devils for no. for Timo Meyer. That he, he him going to the Devils and Patrick King going to the Rangers were the two slam dunk certainties that everybody knew was going to happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's worst see. kept secrets. Worst kept secrets. Calgary Flames looked into acquiring Meyer. Well, yeah, we knew that wasn't going to happen. Leafs looked into getting Matias Ekholm before the Oilers did. But yeah, again, the you know Oilers Oilers put together the better package. Which mm-hmm. I mean, come on, Tyson Berry being part of it, and you know you get a player for now. You get uh, you know a couple of promising prospects and that in there. Hey, you know why not? Yeah, why not at that uh, point? Yeah, Leafs also looked at at uh, yeah trying to get Eric Carlson. Yeah, I'm sh- I'm sure they looked. There were yeah. teams. To be fair, to be fair, there were teams that looked that inquired. But Mike Greer said that yeah they had discussions, but it just never got close to where you could do a deal. In other words, no, sorry, Mike, nobody's going to take that full salary off your off your books. You, you got to pick up half, son. You got to pick up half. <laughs> Even then, the, the Bay Police didn't have enough room. So uh, exactly, Johnny. <laughs> they looked into it. They looked into it. Um, let's see here. What else? Uh, Flyers did have some conversations though with the Blue Jackets. Uh, Jackets were kind of, I guess, looking at Kevin Hayes. So okay. maybe that's something that happens in the off season. Because again, you know that, and that was part of the other problem that the Flyers had too. Was was a lot of the guys that. Sorry, microphone. Oh, geez. A lot of the a lot of the guys that they were looking at at at, at moving, uh, you know, guys like Kevin Hayes and and like Provorov, they all have contracts that are multi year. You know, they still have like three four years left on the deal and and significant salary too. And Provorov's is over is what over is six seven, uh, six point seven mil a season. Uh, Kevin Hayes is seven point one so a season. Yeah, those are deals that that you're not going to be able to move at the trade deadline unless, again, unless you're willing to pick up half, son. So, (laughs) yeah, yeah, that'll happen in the off. One of those guys will get moved in the off season. 
I, I, you know, I think it could be Hayes just because he, he Tortorella's got him playing on the wing and he's being the good soldier and he's doing the job, but he would rather be playing center. And there were rumors that there were, there was a team out there that w- w- was interested in him and wanted to bring him in as a center could have been the blue jackets because we know that they, they're, 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 uh, need for for centers is almost as as well documented as the bruins need for a goaltender that's true uh yeah so in all serious but in all seriousness yeah they the the, uh the blue jacks have needed a center for help at center for a long time that explains why all their draft picks are centers now so and you think one of them would work you would think well listen i'm not gonna hang up on cole cylinder just yet Mm, you know he had a promising rookie year last year you know, sophomore season's not going so well. It happens. You get those heightened expectations, you know. So I wouldn't hang up on him just yet. But, uh, yeah. Uh, there was is a, it a trade, rumor. though, between – is it a trade between the Flyers and the Blue Jackets right now, like reshuffling deck chairs on the Titanic? Yeah, for both Titanics, yes. Like, <laughs> I mean, like, honestly, if you were Kevin Hayes and they're like, hey, we can send you – to Columbus, he's like, "All right, it's not Philly." Yeah, <laughs> but look who you, but look who your line mate's <laughs> going to be though. It's either going to be Johnny Goudreau or Patrick Line. That's true. Now, if I'm Kevin Hayes, I'm like, Columbus sounds pretty goddamn good. You know, mm-hmm. I, you know, he'd jump for that. I'm, I'm sure he would jump for that. Uh, let's see what else here, real quick, real quick. Uh, yeah, there was uh, some kind of phony baloney rumor that was flying around that uh, before the uh, the Blue Jackets traded Yunus uh, Korpasalo and Vladislav Gavrikov to uh, the Los Angeles Kings, that uh, they were going to uh, send Korpasalo uh, in a package deal with Patrick Laine to the Vegas Golden Knights, and I laughed my ass off when I saw that because there was no fucking way mm-hmm. that was going to happen first of all Gekalainen was not good is not going to trade Patrick Line after signing him to a contract extension last summer and second of all even if he was going to it sure as hell wouldn't have been to the Vegas Golden Knights for God's sake they were able to barely afford to bring in Jonathan Quick mm-hmm. when the Blue Jackets flipped him down in fact yeah I'm sorry I had that wrong it wasn't Corpus Salo. it was Quick and it was supposed to be uh Patrick Line in a bigger package deal going to Vegas yeah that's what it was so mm-hmm. Uh, but again, still my same reaction was still the same line. I get the fuck out of here. There was no way that was going to happen. Cause I said that the, uh, the golden Knights could barely afford to take on Jonathan quick. And that was with the blue jackets retaining half of his cap it. So I think that was, I think that was somebody in Vegas was, was, was fantasizing this, this individual has wanted the blue jackets, uh, to trade Patrick line to the golden Knights for a couple of years now. So yeah, anyway, moving on. get him out there. He yearns to be in Vegas. Obviously. Well, fashion-wise, he'll be a perfect fit. Be great. Yes. That'd be wonderful. Yes. Just like everybody wants to play in Toronto. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Everybody. I mean, Patrick Laine had Vegas Golden Knight sheets when he was a kid. No. <laughs> yes, I'm sure he did. I'm absolutely sure he did, Johnny. It's <laughs> great. It was a good time for everybody. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. <laughs> Oh, gotta God. love it, man. Come on. Oh, you gotta. You gotta. Oh, um, anyway, that's that's all the, you know, kind of the... Again, it was kind of a meh trade deadline because, yeah, most of the names... All the, well, all the big names were off the board by the time deadline day rolled around. At yep. least there was some player movement, so it wasn't a total disaster for TSN. But, sure. you know, 
Hey, for me, it was great because I was able to get caught up on some other work well, during the during the six hours when there was fuck all going on. So I was like, well, I may as well get that shit done. So, mm -hmm. yeah. OK, so the real question, though, the mm -hmm. real question that our listeners are yearning to hear the answer of. <laughs> I bet. How much of the bottle of, uh, well, of scotch you did you break into? It's true. After the trade deadline. <sighs> um. Well, you can't see the see through the bottle because it's it's, it's smoke dark glass. <laughs> um, that much work. Uh, <laughs> that much work. That's what she said. <laughs> it's <Ew. a> sig <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, I would say I, I about a quarter of that bottle is, has been drained. So that's good. That's, that's good actually right there. That's actually quite uh, quite a bit of restraint for me. You know, during the slow, it's funny, the really busy ones, by the time I'm done, you know, because when the really busy ones, it's usually by 8, 830 at night, my time, by the time I'm finally finished and I've, you know, filed my copy and all that happy shit, I usually have time for one big, like double scotch. And then it's like, okay, go out on the deck. If it's not freaking snowing and blowing, have a cigar. <laughs> Have my scotch, and then it's like, okay, bed. That's it, because mm -hmm. I'm usually just fried by that point. But these quieter ones, is like, okay, we can sit back, we can chill. It wasn't a bad day. No, have one, have another. Well, let's have three. Yeah, so, yeah, that's the way to go. That exactly. Exactly. I appreciate that. <laughs> I appreciate that. Uh, yeah. On the flip I gotta side, measure up. I got a reputation to maintain. Right. Mm -hmm. Well, much no. of it, much of it's horseshit, but I got a reputation <laughs> to maintain. I so. mean, you're putting it out on Twitter, so we need it. Yeah, well, what can I tell? Hey, I wasn't kidding. That bad boy was waiting for me. And let me tell you, though, that was a that was a good purchase. That's a, it, it's a, a peated scotch, but not not it's not it wasn't harsh. Very smooth. You like Ooh. a nice peated but smooth, nice smooth smoky fill. Yeah, so smooth peated. Yes, the smooth exactly. peated, much better than the, oh, God, I just licked a campfire. Yeah, sure. Those aren't fun. I have a mouthful of splinters. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, one of my friends years ago knew I was a scotch drinker. He was, he was all impressed. He'd come back from the States. He, he had said, oh, I've, he said, I bought this bottle of scotch. He said, just to have it here just for you when you come over to visit. And I was like, oh, no. oh, gee, thanks, man. That's great. First of all, I didn't recognize what it was at yeah, all. Because the United hey, States is is known for its scotch. Yeah. Something new. Got to try it, right? And oh, my God. No matter how much I watered it down, it was it was I it felt like I was drinking and having a mouthful of splinters every time. It just like, <laughs> but what was I gonna do? I wasn't gonna I wasn't gonna shit on my friend. So each time when I go over, I knew what was coming. So it's just okay. So you got drunk beforehand. Oh, absolutely. But <laughs> um, whenever I go, I'll pop over. But sometimes it'd be like, oh no no, sorry, can't drink today. You know, a lot to do, a lot to do. Thanks anyway. You know, just. <laughs> Because there'd be some days where I was like, God damn it, I just can't face another another glass of that bad scotch. I wonder what it was called. I, I honestly I don't remember. I wish I could. I really wish I could. Uh I'll have to check. I'll have to check with Dave and see if he still has it. I was the only one of his friends who would ever go over to visit who would who would have that he'd have scotch for. You know? mm, I bought him a bottle of scotch for his bar. I bought a nice bottle of Glen Levitt, the good starter scotch, is what I yeah, it's a good uh, any Glen will do. It's not a, yeah, it's a starter scotch. You know, figuring well, you know, you like Crown Royal, you like rye and bourbon. Here, we'll try this. Well, he didn't get into scotch very much, so he just basically had it for me whenever I came by. Interesting. <laughs> So I was drinking my own scotch, is what I was saying. Yeah. So, but but that's funny because um, 
like, uh, how's the best? If I don't know what the fuck I'm doing, I'm not going to buy something and be like, hey, come over and try it. <laughs> oh, but his heart was in the right place. <laughs> yes, know? it was yeah. in the right place. Sure. It was just his I, brain it was, was the not. thought that counted, and I was very touched by that. <laughs> that you thought of me while you were right down place, there. Though. But yeah. yeah. Somebody probably told him that this is a great scotch. <laughs> and then he bought it and brought it back. It was like, well, my buddy likes scotch. I'm going to I'm gonna have him try it out. And now they're still telling stories about that. Right? Yeah. In the States. <laughs> Both the gullible Canadian that they sold the, the local moonshine to. <laughs> <laughs> moonshine will do you in real quick. <laughs> well, I know they, they brew it here too on the island. Yeah, it's. Uh... Yeah, I had a, uh, I think it was apple cinnamon or something to that effect moonshine. And I remember taking oh. uh, two shots, but not shots, just sipping. Okay. And I was on the show that night. Ah, yeah. <laughs> and I do not remember doing a two-hour show. <laughs> I was oh at, God. like, Sounds a friend's right. house and, like, called in and, like, did stuff. I have no idea what occurred. That I, must have been that was, early days of the show, was it? I don't know. Yeah. Really, could have been. I call that Back to the Future because I was time traveling. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> oh, excuse me. You're fine, but <sighs> Yeah, we don't, none of us have sinus issues on this show. Not at all. Not at all. Sorry. Um... The uh, the good old the good old uh, David Pasternak deal eight years ninety million dollars kind of where we thought it would be absolutely so much for that uh, illusion that uh, some folks had that no he's gonna die eight years eight million season yeah the hell he is it's <laughs> like hell <laughs> man oh no no he wasn't gonna make more than uh, Patrice Bergeron no you're going by Bergeron's last contract okay mm-hmm. now Pasternak is your leader of the future because Bergeron if he Bergeron may retire after this season he might come back for one more who can say right you know Krejci might be back for another season I think I think Krejci will be back for another season now that Pasternak got his, oh, his long-term sure. deal big time yeah absolutely uh Marshawn still has another year I believe left on his he'll probably stick around he's another one that'll be a Bruin for life he'll take a discount to stay mm-hmm. but these guys are the fading veterans and it's going to be within three years time this is Pasternak's team it's already starting to become Pasternak's team it's going to be his team for sure in three years time there was no way in hell the Bruins were going to let him go and you got to pay top dollar. I said it before. I mean, you wanted to look at a you want to look at a comparable salary. What's a comparable salary for a guy who already won one uh, Richard Trophy? Yes, he shared it with Ovi, but he still won mm-hmm. it. Um, and has been is uh, since 2017 has the fifth most goals out of every other goal scorer in the NHL. He's he sits fifth on that list since 2017. So what's the going rate? Who's a comparable? Austin Matthews at 11.6. So you bring him in at 11.5. Mm-hmm. Fair. There you go. Ta-da. Ta-da. Oh, by the way, speaking of Austin Matthews, can we now finally stop with the nonsense comparison to him to Connor McDavid? Oh, my God. If you're going to – unless you're, you're, your whole game plan here is comparing Austin Matthews to Connor McDavid to see, like, how short he comes up to Connor McDavid right now. Mm-hmm. I mean, listen – I have all respect for Austin Matthews, terrific goal scorer, absolutely. He earned the Hart Trophy last year. He earned, you know, he you know, he earned his two, uh, you know, Richard trophies. But he's not Connor McDavid. Nobody is Connor McDavid. Connor right McDavid's now. Connor McDavid. 
Connor McDavid is Connor McDavid, and Connor McDavid is the best fucking hockey player on the planet right now. So he's having an absolutely fantastic season that I have seen none of because he plays on the West Coast. I know right? it's unfortunate, isn't it? Yeah, I'm I'm lucky at least that you know we we get hockey night in Canada. So when he comes here, you know, plays in Montreal and Ottawa <laughs> and Toronto, mm-hmm. that yeah, we get to see you know that in in real time. Uh, but my God, you know, just just fantastic. Fantastic player. But anyway, back on to Pashtunak to finish that up, though. But yeah, that's a fair deal. That's market value. If they hadn't signed, if the Bruins hadn't signed into that, somebody else would have. So, you know, he's your foundation going forward. He's the guy who's going to inherit that mantle from from Bergeron and from Krejci and from Marchand when they finally pack it in within the next three years or so. So, yeah. He's, he's your guy going forward. And I loved it because it was also in the Boston meet a couple of days ago. They said there was absolutely no thought at all by Bruins management at any point to consider even there wasn't even a thought of trading him. You know, that had come up a couple of times. Well, if they can't arrive at a contact, they may have to trade him at the trade deadline. Everybody knew that was horseshit. That wasn't going to happen. Mm-hmm. Hey, stupid. Stop it. Okay, oh, fine. Sorry. Jeez. Not, sorry. No, it's fine. Snap. You didn't have to call me by your pet name. Jesus, just uh, you know. <laughs> got to several times. Oh, Cooper, what what mischief are you into now? Well, see, ever since I don't have anybody anybody here to fucking run distraction, I have to mm. let him into the room, and then Dummy gets behind all my my uh, my fucking like shelves and shit, and then just hear I just hear thump 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 thump. It's like oh, dumb God. fucking piece of shit. Cats are fun that way, aren't they? Ah, uh, he's the best. Uh, where the hell did my pen go? We uh, we have two cats. One of them, the black one. If if we if we if we lock just... her out when we're doing like from doing a show or something like that, yeah. she will sit outside the door and howl. Yep, and you know. howl yep. and howl until you finally let her in. That's the only reason why I let him in is because he would just be out there. Oh, I know they're bad. They're bad. They figured it out. They figured it out. If if they howl loud enough, we will come and get them just to shut them up. Essentially, essentially what yeah. it is. Um, I have to do math. Hold on. Uh, anything oh. else, Lyle, that we had uh, that we might have missed over the trade uh, deadline? And Dylan Larkin forward. signed with the the Detroit Red Wings, and then they they pranced them out there to talk about it after his best friend had been traded to. Oh my god, that was a shitty oh, press conference. Oh boy, yeah that that was that that was not good. Yeah, that was not a good optic. Uh, that you know, it's not often I criticize Steve Eiserman's uh, management. Uh, I think for the most part, he's, he's done a good job. I know this season, they, they, it's kind of ended in a disappointing way for them. But, you know, they are improving. They are getting better and they're going to get better. But that was just bad optics. I mean, he, you know, sign the contract. OK, same day that Tyler Bertuzzi gets traded. Well, that's just business. It happens. You can't one can, can play off the other. Mm-hmm. But Jesus, you should have just given given Dylan a day. You should have just said, look, you know, He's been through a lot here right now. Let's just give him a day, right? He'll answer all your questions tomorrow. Let's just leave it, okay? But, yeah, to have him come out there when this is still such a raw wound. Is, you know, apparently, Bertuzzi was his best friend on the team. So, mm-hmm. ouch. Ouch. Yeah, no bueno no. there. Not good. When that but happens. hey, uh, but they got him on a long-term deal and got him at a get him for under. You know, I said they wanted to get him for under nine mil, and they did so. Yeah, so good for him at least. They got their captain yeah. back for the long term. Um, yeah, 
Anything else I'm missing here? I'm trying to think. No, really I, I think that's that's pretty much it. I mean, we talked about all the other trades beforehand because we were so fortunate because they happened before the trade deadline. Right, so. exactly. Uh, Toronto threw a lot of stuff up against a wall after Ryan O'Reilly. They acquired Ryan O'Reilly. Uh, kind of mixed results, I guess. But well, you anyway. know, and now he's out for a couple weeks. <laughs> Four weeks. Four weeks. He'll be back. Four weeks. He'll be back before the playoffs. Oh, but that's a shame. Four weeks. And I'm thinking, is this Nick Felino all over again? Oh, oh, no. Is this Doug Gilmore all over again? Well, this... Doug Gilmore was, like, done. <laughs> yeah, he was the First shift, it. and he wound up blowing out his knee, and he was done for the season and Dang. done for his career. Whereas uh, Ryan O'Reilly broke a finger. They had to be surgically repaired, and he'll be back in four weeks' time. So he'll be back for the playoffs. But... His finger will look like a stick. That's true. Yeah. Why not just, just break the finger into it like like that and holds it like that and yeah, whatever. <laughs> um, UPS, you ever gonna get here, man? You're supposed to get here like an hour ago. UPS will get here right before haha fuck you. Yeah, and you'll be well, like, luckily, All right, we're gonna have to end the show. Well, we're luckily we're not gonna do a haha fuck you. Tonight. We're gonna do a little something different. Okay. But we'll do okay. we'll do a pick 'em right now. Let's do the pick 'em. Yeah. Last week. Last week, uh, I was a big winner with fifteen. Boo. Lyle had 14. Mark oh. had 13. Johnny had 12. We're all really yes. grouped together. Let's Damn go. you, Johnny. Grouped together I'm for the so year. good at this game. At top, I'm at top. Mark's at second. Lyle in third. Johnny in that last spot. We're going to the all this weekend. I can't even tank properly. Holy shit. No, I'm really good at tanking. Yeah. <laughs> the so all. it's the all? The all. Yeah. I like the water heater of our uh, show. Right? Just all tank. All, all tank, tank, baby. <laughs> 32 uh, teams to choose from. Um, it's going to be a great time for everybody. Uh, we'll start with Johnny since he had the, these are the last place. I'm going to pick um, a coach that doesn't have a link to his Wikipedia page in, in this uh, in this AHL. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm actually kind of wondering what the... Uh, capacity of this arena is because it might be close to their parent club. Uh, they play in the Tucson Convention Center. Uh-huh. And I'm going with the Tucson Roadrunners. Nice. Mm. Tucson Roadrunners. We can actually probably click on that and see. Uh, for hockey. Um, oh, yeah. 6,521. You picked see? an odd number. Odd hey, number, Johnny's back. Go. And it's more than the Coyotes. Exactly. Yay. Yeah, it is. Yay. Holy shit. Uh, the mark is up, so we will go to the standings and see who has the most goals this year. Oh, that's, that's the, your Calgary Wranglers. Is it? Yes, it is. Um, Yeah, just AHL. barely. Yeah. Just barely over the, uh, the yeah. uh, Laval Rocket. All right, Lyle. 208. You're up, Lyle. Lyle, it's all you. Last time you picked... Mm-hmm. You picked uh, Hartford. Of course I did, because that was an easy layup. This time I got, I got to work a little harder. Um, well, not really all that much harder. Uh, I'm going to go with the Rochester Real Americans. There you go. There you go. Throw up the Roch. Uh, and then uh, I'm going to pick... I'm going to pick <coughs> Springfield Thunderbirds. All right. All right. You know, I'm feeling a little. There we go. We've done it. All right. Okay. Yo, boys. 
give me, give me, give me, give me a second here. Give me a second. Mm-hmm. Give me just mm-hmm. one, one second. Guys, talk amongst yourselves. I'll give you a topic. Okay. Uh, cheesecake is neither cheese nor cake. Discuss. <laughs> it's very true. It is true. It is. Actually. It is. Well, it is cream cheese, which is a form of cheese. Oh, Ooh, mood lighting, I guess, for this uh, segment. Wow. Uh, so, all right. So it is cheese. I don't like cheesecake. I also don't like carrot cake either. Carrot oh, cake is kind of bullshit. Oh well, remind me when remind me when the dessert cart comes not to order for you. I'm not a I'm not so, a I'm not a dessert person. Those are the those are, I'm not a big dessert person, but I do like cheesecake and I do like carrot cake. Yeah, All right, boys. Um, set, yeah. What's uh, what are we having to say? Set the, here, set, no, let's set the mood a little bit. Oh, okay. Set okay. the mood a little bit. Let's go. I to, appreciate uh, the ring light. Let's go yeah. to uh, right. You have, right. A, you have a very good studio lighting right uh, now. <laughs> yeah. Let's go to. Uh, let's go to the Hot Ice series. Hot Ice series. Hot okay. Ice series by Lily Harlem. Oh my God! Ladies and gentlemen, we're bringing it back. It's about a young lady named Brooke and a young hockey player named T- Logan Phoenix Taylor. Oh, it's been such a long time. We're in chapter three. Thirty-one percent of the sample that was given on Amazon. <laughs> uh, this time they're at the uh, <clears throat> they're in the door frame. I think they're in Brooks or Logan's apartment. Wait, hold on. <laughs> they. they... You're on chapter three, and you're through 31% of the sample, so that's nine chapters that they were like, you know what, you can just have them for free. It's not, You know, it's Kindle, guys. It's fine. Let's do this. Yeah. 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 All right. So uh, Kindle Unlimited, isn't it? I yeah. don't know. It's just the sample. I just looked up hockey erotic novel on Amazon, and this showed up. There's a lot. Yeah, your, your Amazon suggestions are going to be fucked for like <laughs> Dude, they're already fucked. Don't even worry about it. So I guess they're in Logan's apartment or then Brooks' apartment. I don't know, but I guess this Logan fellow is a hotshot hockey player, and then this other Brooke girl has a call girl as a friend. It's a really weird situation. I'd read through the first part. Anyway, um, I didn't get much out of it. Some guy named Fergal. It's really weird. Uh, not a lot of good hockey names in here. But uh, Logan's he, he, Logan goes, Brooke, he raised one hand and rested it against the wooden door frame by my left ear. He moved closer and still. The gorgeous spiced aftershave he wore invaded my nostrils and settled not just on my tongue but somewhere else deep inside me. You remember when you walked out of the water yesterday, he said in a low, rumbling voice? Yes, how could I forget the toe-curling embarrassment? He stared silently. At, stared silently at me. There's a lot of grammar. They didn't edit this one. <laughs> it's it's The original one, it says... He he'd stare silently as me as I ambled up the beach. It should be at, but whatever. Um, he stared silently at me as I ambled up the beach, trying desperately to look cool and unflustered. I, le- I felt my cheeks warming further at the memory as my stomach twisted. It was a million times better than any Bond movie. It was? Hell yeah. If they had you as a Bond girl, it would be my favorite film. Not just 007, but any film ever. His mouth slid upward in a grin. You just blew my mind. <laughs> I did? He liked what he'd seen, and I thought he'd been unimpressed with my curvy attributes. Oh, yeah, my mind and other parts of my anatomy. He ducked his head. His lips whispered for a whisper from mine. I could almost taste the salt in his mouth. What? Wait, has he been eating chips? All right, hold on. Talk amongst yourselves. I have to answer this. Yeah, okay. I have a, I, I mean, so far, 
I'm just envisioning the guy being Keanu Reeves. <laughs> uh, that's all, that's all that I have like Whoa. going for me. <laughs> you'd be that... you'd be the best the best Bond movie ever. In fact, any movie of ever, dude. <laughs> I didn't realize double o like. I mean, I thought I didn't realize 007 was the name of a movie. Yeah, like, I, I didn't. Well, I didn't know that was just one Bond movie. I thought that's what he called was called in all the Bond movies. Well, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know. Um, the thing for me though with this is it's obvious that the writer, uh, that that he or she, because you know you can't go by by the name because it could be a you know it's usually that's usually they, a phony name. It's a, it's they you know, know, it's a nom de plume, and they always yeah. But uh, nom de plume, nom de plume, <laughs> pen name. Um, but it's obvious that they they love their thesaurus. You ambled up the beach. Yeah. You ambled, I ambled up the beach. Where the fuck are you? 1920s Edwardian fucking England? No, yeah. that's what happens when you like right click on thesaurus in Word and it gives you suggestions for <laughs> shit you suggest and you just take them. <laughs> ambled, that's a good word. We'll use that one. But apparently editing it was not a thing because no. it uses the wrong word apparently in the middle of a sentence. Yeah, uh, yeah but so there's a desk that is being... Uh, being delivered a currently. Desk is being, yeah, okay. A uh, oh. desk. That's not part of the story, though. No, the right. desk no. is here. The, 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 yeah. the desk being here is not part of the story. No, unfortunately <laughs> not. All right. <laughs> it uh -uh. would be a better that story. Was, uh, that was the first intermission brought to you by Lay's Potato Chips. Let you, let you get a little, get to the little. Lay's Potato Chips if you want to taste the saltiness in your mouth. Yeah, it's kind of weird. <laughs> All right, here we go. Great segue. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, well, we wouldn't want that, would we, Logan? I murmured. Wouldn't we? He raised his eyebrows. Sounds painful. I swallowed my throat tight. What? It's already getting painful. He shifted his weight to the other foot. We were close now. My breast brushed against his chest, and my nipples, which had tightened to a hard-pinched peak, scraped oh. against him through my clothing. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I reached up to touch his jaw. His bristles catching on my fingertips. Our gaze connected, and I rose to the balls of my feet and pressed my mouth to his. He opened up and took immediate control of the kiss. He tasted so good. Man and ocean, wind and sun. What the fuck? <laughs> he tasted of everything I was missing in my life. How are you missing the ocean? I get it, I guess. That's pretty interesting. It's a metaphor. I have a feeling that if I ever went, like, uh, if I ever had, like, a, a album that mm -hmm. had, like, an island theme, it would be, uh, it would be that. It would be man and beach, wind, <laughs> wind, and, wind sun. and ocean. There it is. There it <laughs> yeah. is. Man and beach, wind and ocean. I moved, my, I moved my hand to his shoulders, squeezed, <laughs> squeezed hard muscles through his, what? Squeezed his hard muscles, I assume. Through his soft cotton shirt, my tongue searched for his and began to explore his mouth. Logan groaned and let go of the doorframe, cradling the base of my skull in his palm. He's missing teeth. <laughs> winding <laughs> his other arm down my waist, he pulled me close as the length of our bodies touched. Right in the very center of my abdomen, he pressed his steely erection forward. He oh, was right. That he happened was, quickly. He was yeah. painfully hard. Damn, you taste good, he murmured, channeling a gentle kiss across my cheek. I tipped my head back and let him explore the base of my ear, the angle of my jaw, the hollow of my throat. 
That tastes like salt, I said. You taste of the beach and flowers and coconut, he whispered between kisses. Delicious. He pulled back, slipping his fingertips <laughs> under the shoulders of my cardigan, <laughs> easing it down my arms. The song, The Taste of the Beach and Coconut. <laughs> the Jimmy Buffett track. <laughs> it fell, fell to the floor. He slid his palms back over my elbows to the base of my neck. Each tiny section of fleshy touch came alive with sensation and, and pricked with greedy little goosebumps searching, searching out his caress. I found his mouth again and ran my fingers into his hair and the nape of his neck. Pulled his wait, head wait, to wait, 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 yes. Wait. This is twice she said to she she she, she had to find had to yeah. find his mouth. Then she had to find man. his tongue. First of all, <sighs> a mouth ain't that fucking big, you know. Unless his tongue is like the size of a friggin' like silverfish. How in the hell are you gonna? What yeah. are you gonna search it's for? Kind of weird. Tongue? God, that's. Well, he was I busy search. fiddling with the knot at the back of my halter top. It was cleverly designed with a fitted bra. It had cost a fortune, but it was well worth it. I felt it slipping free and pulled back from a kiss, crossing my arms over my <laughs> chest and gripping the opposite shoulders to hold it in place. <clears throat> What's up? Logan asked, his eyes heavy with desire and his voice thick with lust. I'm, I'm big, I said in a rush that felt silly for saying something so insecure and obvious. <laughs> Me too, he said, a provocative grin playing on his mouth. Relax, Brooke. Much like Fletch, I'm assuming from the first <laughs> Relax, Brooke. It's all good. Trust me. A nervous giggle escaped my lips. He continued to undo the straps, his light touch sending tingles down my spine, and then he lifted each one forward past my ears. The only thing holding up my top was my arm. Are you stuck like that, he asked, laying the straps down and running his knuckles over my collarbone. That sounds like it hurts. <laughs> Is it me? Is there way too much dialogue in this makeout scene? Oh, it's what getting is... better. Trust me. Uh, okay. They're still on the beach, right? I think they're in the doorway of something. Of the beach, oh, okay. probably like so at the they're hotel. In the doorway of something. Like fucking kids are trying to get in to play the arcade. Somebody and they're just there. came down the beach. Uh, like, there's people playing miniature golf next to them. Probably, I'm sure. <laughs> oh, it's gonna get it's gonna get wholesome here in a second. I okay. shook my head and dropped my arm. The bra, she said. So the the top slipped slowly down, exposing the large orbs of my breast and my peak, uh, pink nipples. I had waited for him to make some lewd remark about their size or grab them with both hands and squeeze, but he didn't. Instead, Logan studied me with heavy eyes. You said you were they big. They cross-checked me in the neck. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> But you should have warned me you were perfect, too. He cut my right breast in his palm and kissed my mouth with a lo long and lazy. He slowly brushed his thumb across my nipple. And when it was hard he hard and tight, he scraped gently over it. I melted against him. No one had ever touched me so reverently and with such delicate caress. Men, Sam in particular, had groped and squeezed and thought it that worked for my bigger breast. Despite, telling, despite me telling him to the contrary, he persisted and kneading me like dough, thinking it would get me horny. What? Appreciation and desire flooded through me as Logan continued with his feathery touches and delicate kisses. Wuss. God damn it. <laughs> That's another fucking song right there. Feathery touches. <laughs> I can see George Strait and, singing that one. Yeah, feathery touches <laughs> and delicate kisses is definitely a country That's island a country song. Yeah, yep. George, George Strait and Carrie, uh, Carrie Underwood. 
There it is. There it is. There he was getting you. it just right. I felt like a woman, like a treasured possession. His lips left mine. That's a Shania Twain that's song. True. I gave that one. Yeah. That's a definite ripoff. His lips left mine. <laughs> he ducked down, stooping so he could take my nipples into his hot mouth. I let out a moan and run my fingers through his hair and arched towards him. Blood pooled in my pelvis. Hunger built. A yearning was growing that needed to be satisfied. Wait, if blood pools in your pelvis, doesn't that mean you should seek a, phys- uh, a physician at Listen, once? Listen, yeah, you probably should. That's probably not great. It's probably that's a middle that, uh, body injury. Yeah, it's a mid blood body po- injury. Blood pooling anywhere inside your body is probably yeah. not a good thing. Especially the uh, pelvis. I love that movie. <laughs> Ryan Reynolds is great. Uh, <laughs> looking down, I watched his tongue dance across my cleavage to circle the other nipple. His eyes were closed. I could see the small scar on the top of his head again. He dipped his hands to my waist and pressed over the flare of my hips as he stood upright. The fire of desire burned hot in his eyes, and his breathing he picked up to match my rasping breaths. I want you. Now, he said determinedly. My stomach dropped. Nausea twisted my gut. What the hell was I doing? I was behaving like a whore. I'd been paid to be at the in the villa to be a companion for Logan. Wow. And here I was, half naked against the door, buzzing for him, desperate for him. I was trying to sleep with him, have sex with him. The next few minutes, like be... like a whore. Exactly. In the next few <laughs> minutes, I'd be getting paid one hundred thousand dollars to fuck him. When it was exactly what I said I wouldn't do. My good karma was about to be drop kicked into the dark corner of the universe and never return. I let out a whimper of shame and scooted out of his reach. I'm sorry, I said, yanking my top off. I'm sorry, Logan. I can't. He stiffened, his arms to his side, clenching his fist. I'm really, really sorry, I said. Pain and confusion flickered across his beautiful blue eyes. He rubbed his fingers across his forehead and blew out a long breath through pursed lips. So we're going to end it there. Thankfully. Hot ice. <laughs> uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> this is going just about as well as the uh, the uh, heated blades yeah. did for uh, ice hockey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And this is a whole fucking collection. Oh, my. Oh. This is what book, book is one this? of six. There's six a of these fucking things. A whole collection of badly written This is book erotica. one of six? Sorry. Seven. Seven erotic oh. romance novels. Well, okay. So Hired. Crosscheck. Slapshot. Teamwork. High stick. Misconduct. And Russian heat. And there are two spinoff stories, Rookie Rules and Red Hot Trouble. <laughs> I think he could have ended it in the best of seven, though. Yeah. Yes. Probably could have. Oh, no, no. No, no. Think about it. It's now best of seven, double overtime. There's a hockey erotic novel called Twisted Rister. And boy. All right. I don't think we can use that in any highlight pack ever again. No. Uh -uh. Nope. Twisted Rister. Nope. It's part of the... uh, It's part of the... uh, Playmaker series of hockey romance novels. It's book number seven. Wow, that was. Um... It doesn't hit as <laughs> it doesn't hit as good as it did last time. No, uh-uh. I, th- that's the quality it, of the writing, bud. Yeah, it's quality right. When when you did the hockey erotica series a few it, years ago, it like might have been the Louis Anderson voice as well. You know, it could have been. <laughs> you know, it could have been. <laughs> might have been. That when we think Louis about Anderson it, reading hockey erotica yeah. made it more funny. I feel yes, it did. Almost as almost as good as uh, uh, what's your Jigger? Uh, when uh, Gilbert Godfrey did Fifty Shades of Grey. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, yeah. 
but at least but honestly the writing when you did the hockey erotica a few years ago the writing of it yeah i mean it wasn't great but it was certainly better than this you know good lord it was something, man. I think everyone's just like, oh, anybody can do this. I, I think our version of MST, uh, MS3K uh, yeah. <laughs> when it comes uh, to hockey erotica. Yeah. And with hockey erotica, it was way better. Hmm. Yeah. And I need to write down some of my new song lyrics. Right, yeah. Or, yeah, uh, yeah. those song lyrics are fantastic. We'll yeah. have there to... are some good titles for a beach, uh, a beach version of country. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. doesn't Kenny Chesney corner that market anyway? So. He has, but he's oh, going to retire on. at some Everybody point. rips off every. Everybody rips off a theme of country music. You know, uh, everything true. old is new again. Exactly. And plus, I, plus all of my non-existent albums at this point have taken like at least three or four turns. It's like it's midlife funny, crisis, Johnny P albums right now. So. You, you love it. You love to see it. You got to oh, go yeah. back to the beach theme. Yeah. Yeah. Got to go back to the beach, baby. Go to the shore. Clear your head a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Next, there I'll be buying a sports car. Going left to right on your radio dial is still going to be there. It's still going to be yeah, the greatest always. hits. That's your uh, that that is what got you all the money in the first place. From ever ever uh, from Edmonton to Evergreen State, still going to be in the best of. Can you're going to put that in the middle of your rock concert? Yes. You know. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the anthology. Uh, yeah. You know. I mean, I got to get out of this bullshit Quaker town. It's still going to be there <laughs> when you're looking for a friend on the ocean. Uh-huh. But, uh, so, but yeah, no, the writing of this has been fucking. God-tier. Oh, that that was terrible. I'm reading that another was... one now, and I'm only half chub. Like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> Come on, man. What are we doing? It's like here? a rotted. Oh Jesus. man. Good times. Well, I'll, yeah. I'm, I'm. I hope you enjoyed this part of it. I, 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 I did. I always, uh, it's been a while since you did the hockey, Rodiga, but I got to re- agree with Johnny. If you're going to do it again next time, either do it in a Louis Anderson or. Yeah, we got to do some kind of, we got to do some kind of voice. You're absolutely correct. Got to, got to do it in voice because oh, the writing in that time, is terrible. It's not your fault. You got to go Dundalk. Yeah. 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 No, okay, go I mean, Dundalk it's not there. your fault. You're the inflect. You hit all <laughs> yeah. the highs. They tried, tried to do that. Perfectly. Tried to do that. Yeah. But there, you, you were let. Like like any good craft, like any good singer, like any good poet, like any good actor, you were let down by the material provided what for you, sir. What is the star rating on this on Amazon? It's a four and a half out of five stars out of forty-eight ratings. Get the fuck out of here. There's a this is a niche audience. Yeah. Yeah, oh. that's true. Oh yeah. That's oh, true. Yeah. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like it's not like somebody goes on to Amazon and is like, you know what? I've been reading a lot of self-help books. Can we read some? I'm going to go with <laughs> hockey erotica. Can we, uh, first off, about the author, Lily Harlem lives in the UK and is a workaholic. First off, she doesn't know hockey, so what are we doing here? <laughs> yeah, exactly. She doesn't doesn't know hockey, probably knows little about sex, too. Listen. Uh, she has made up colorful characters, exploring their sexuality and sensuality in a safe, consensual way with the bedroom door left wide open. Well, the reader good. can hang on the ride, hang on for the ride. Let's read some of the reviews of this book. Oh, let's do it. <laughs> this might Why be not? more fun. Yeah, it could be. <laughs> wow, that's the best I can come up with in regards to this astonishing book. Lily's words flow like butter, and the reader is en- is entranced in a delicate tale of sensual desire. This book is a refreshing blast of riotous emotions that left me gasping for air and reading as fast as I could. As always with a Lily book, the times are hot. 
Wow, wow, wow. Lily has absolutely excelled herself with this novel and a exceptionally deep story of love, honor, and most importantly, trust. You know what, though? <laughs> Real quick, the morning DJ voice does it for this one. Yes. Right okay, all right. Yes. Good, we found it. We found yes. it. <clears throat> the writing is excellent and easy to read with twists and turns to keep the storyline interesting and the reader engaged. I'm definitely looking forward to Lily Harlem's next novel. What a gripping and emotional read. Let's see, there's like little blurbs. Uh, this book does not disappoint on the emotional level, and there's plenty of steam factor. Definitely worth reading. Steam factor? That's like you might want to call yeah, a plumber yeah, for that the, shit. It's set in it's set in a laundry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh here's here's another one. Wow, really enjoyed this book very much. My new my new Arthur, Lily Harlem, is was a great find after I read her first book and will read all the rest of her books too. That was AI. That had to be an AI. Oh, it had fucking... to be. And why are they all starting with wow? Oh, oh my goodness. Amazing balls come to mind with this book. Lily Harlem has yet again left me loving her work. The story flowed perfectly, giving the full vision and depth. I also enjoy the surprises on their journey. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Did they say amazing balls? Amazing balls. I thought it was amazing balls, too. No, it's amazing hyphen balls. Amazing balls. I mean, maybe that's part of the book. Maybe. <laughs> They are they are probably British too. No offense to our British listeners yeah. who don't listen anymore. But it's my favorite rock. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, balls. So uh <laughs> how sweet that <laughs> made my balls go. Well no. I so here's the well here's the thing. No. Amazing balls, how sweet the smell. Uh, to quench a whore like me. Like, it goes like that. She was paid $100,000 to fuck him, and that's what she didn't want to do. At first, I wouldn't, but now I will. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. This might be a, a country song. Yeah, I'm right. Actually, yeah. we, uh, might, be, we might be able to turn Amazing Grace into a country we song. We might be able to turn part. this entire series into an album. We'll call it. We'll call it an art piece. Yeah, yeah. but the problem is, is that it's gonna album. have. It's gonna be like Morgan Wallen's album that has like forty tracks on it. That's fine. We'll do a double <laughs> double album. Our first album oh, yeah. is a double double album. Yeah. Each song is two minutes long. Exactly. It's great. It's fantastic. All Quickies. Right. Exactly. Quick. <laughs> All right. Lyle's been real. It's been fun. It's been real fun. It really has. We will have to do this a lot more often. <laughs> Um, Mark's probably not going to show up a lot of times, so we'll just do it then. It'll be a great time for everybody. Yeah. All right. Nothing like just making up songs. Yeah, making yep. up songs while li watch listening just bad erotica. Just bad. Yep. It's not good. There we go. That's that's how we're going to fill our time to the playoffs, kids. Love there it. You go. Enjoy it. Get ready, everybody. Yeah. Yep. Post this is post-deadline. <laughs> yeah, post-deadline. Yeah. It's yeah. just nothing but fucking hockey erotica from this point on. Where the topics don't count and the rules don't matter. And you're going to you listen go. or fast forward. I don't care. It's your time. I don't give a shit. It's, it's your same podcast. price either way. Yeah, right? you unless you're in the Patreon. You're not paying a shit for it. So. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. Uh, thanks, Lyle. Have a good one. We'll talk to you. Hey, remember to set your clock ahead this weekend, too. Yeah, same to you guys. Actually, I'm going to leave my clock uh, right where it is so you guys catch up, and then I'll set it ahead. Hey, again. there so it is. Cool. That, way nice. that way we'll all be in the same time zone for at least an hour, so that'll work. That'd be funny. Lyle shows up at 7. There you go. <laughs> hey! Love it. <laughs> what happened, guys? Hold on. <laughs> what happened? I don't know.
Good luck setting up the desk. Thanks, buddy. I'm going to need yes. it. Yes. Talk to you next week. See ya. See ya, though. Uh, there he goes. Lyle Richardson. Inspector's Hockey. I oh, got big news. Huge. Yeah, uh, as an hour have, ago. I have big news music. <clears throat> Please, get us some big news news. We close out the show. Oh, there it is. That's big news. Big news. Big news. Nella Lupasanova. If you remember her from the U18 Women's World. I do. Uh, she is going to be joining Bishop Kearney Selects in North America next season. Ooh. So she's coming stateside. She's looking for that NCAA contract. Bishop Kearney, I believe that's in Rog- the Rochester area. Um, nice. Big hockey academy up there. So um, Good news. Awesome news. That's awesome. That's really cool yeah. to see. So, With that, Johnny, how about some shout-outs? Um. <clears throat> I'll give a shout out to like not having hockey for a weekend or two. Yeah. Um, I fully enjoy going to Black Bears games. I enjoy taking pictures of Black Bears games. I enjoy changing up my editing every like three months to try to make things better. It's like an ongoing process of watching the insanity come out at one time. Mm-hmm. Um. Every once in a while, though, I just need a break. Yeah, no, <laughs> like, I get it. Every once in a while, it kind of it feels like refereeing soccer again, and I just want to be like, yeah, um, I'd like to sit on my couch and not talk to people for a day. How about that? Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. So, got that going. Um, and uh, the NCAA tournament, whenever basketball starts in a couple weeks, I... Uh, updated the excel bracket that i've created nice uh, so now you can get total potential points Ooh. uh when you're creating your bracket in the beginning i built a bracket that gives you points for if you win the game and then the difference between the seeds <laughs> um, so <clears throat> if you pick a uh, 16 to beat a one you get one point for the win in the first round, and then 15 extra points. Jesus, there you go. Huge, huge difference. Um, so, yeah. So, enjoying that. And, uh, yeah. That's, I think I got that going for me. I got uh, some trips coming up. So, I picked up some air tags to put in my luggage because that's apparently the thing to do mm-hmm. now, just in case you don't get your luggage back. <clears throat> mm hmm. Uh, so yeah, there you go. All and all, things going great. Yeah, love it. Things are going fine, fine till that one day. There you go. Uh, that's what Lefty told us. That's what he did. He told us very, very poignantly. We can't play that song anymore, though. No, we can't. We can't. Rules. Um, shout out to my desk finally showing up. <laughs> so I like how we were like, hey, these could show up at the same time, and your desk showed up an hour and a half later. I get to the door, the driver's like, ah, oh, finally, we can drop this off. I'm like, yeah, buddy, come on, here we go. <laughs> Define finally. They've been trying since last Thursday. Yeah, but let's be <laughs> honest. You drove around with it for the last hour and a half. He kind of did. He was kind of just fucking doing what he wants. Like you were across the street an hour and a half ago. <laughs> yeah. Almost Dude. two hours ago, and it's fucking didn't... Define finally at this point. <laughs> right? Jesus. Ugh, terrible. Uh, shout out Sexy Chucky T. Ah, yes, Brett thanks. Lates. Ah, uh, uh, yeah. 
but there he is. That's you got to give the people what they want. Got to give them what they want. I just need a Trent action figure because I have Orange Cassidy too. It's a great time. <laughs> uh, shout out to uh, UND's home schedule ending again. Just kind of like you, I was just like, man, I, I kind of just don't want to go places. Uh, and considering their uh, considering their season was less than uh, it was suboptimum, you know, it happens. Uh, yep. Shout out to uh, the uh, the desk finally being here. Gotta love that. Happy about that. Uh, now, you can, now you can have tiny desk concerts. Tiny desk concerts? Tiny desk uh, card breaks. <laughs> That'd be great. I'll do a card break channel at my tiny desk. Uh, so, yeah. Good times, great memories. Uh, that's it. That's all for Johnny P. Mark with a C. I'm Scotty Waz. Take care of yourself and someone else. It's been Face Off Hockey Show, part of the Face Off Hockey Show media faction and podcast sponsors. Hey, you want to catch us on social media? It's FOHS Radio on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Uh, and if you want to donate to our Patreon, patreon.com slash faceoffhockeyshow. Again, some stuff going to go up there once I finish video editing, and it'll be a good time for everybody if you're in the $5 tier. Um, until next week, maybe more hockey erotica. Get ready for it. Um, until then, you have to find out. You have to listen to find out if we do it. Yeah? Uh-huh. All right. Peace. <laughs>